0: i think about you i feel you in my heart i miss you i miss you terribly i just always wanted someone
1: like you in my life i love you so much i do anything
2: i can anything you ever had a woman beg for you I like this man because i haven't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i just
1: want to fuck bad bitches all the nights i never had bitches now i'm all up but in that ass, ass bitches, bitches. Mad
2: at your boyfriend.
1: Ain't ya. Use a bad girl have Gotta thank you. It. Gotta thank you for that Heck dick clinic. clinic. Explicit. Hella photogenic. And tell your friends where the
2: dick's at, where they can get hit and won't get back till they You remember man. the first time you heard this boy, album, Diggy?
1: Um, I'm trying to think what album is this? 2001, 2001 Dr. Dre. Oh, okay. I was um I was hey, in man. the sixth grade. Around this time, and my brother in law. Okay,
2: that's right, you were as well. Yeah, I was, I, I was pretty young too at this time. It's was 1999.
1: 99? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was definitely young. Uh, I yeah. was like. Yeah, I was in, like, fourth grade.
2: <laughs> I can't even remember if I was allowed to listen to this album when it came out. I know I, I heard right. it somehow, but I know I didn't buy it.
1: Yeah, all my rap music I heard from my brother-in-law, Yeah, he was like a super hip-hop head who played DJ Quick and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, my parents wasn't into hip-hop like that. Okay. If it wasn't on the radio, they really wasn't into it. So yeah. that's why I know a lot of oldies, a yeah. lot of Temptations and stuff like that, Al Green. <laughs> but. But yeah, I, I heard this from my brother. Actually,
2: I think I did. I bootlegged this album. I didn't actually buy it. As a kid? Yeah. Well, I, I was younger, but we had like high speed internet at this time. So I was able to just download it. I get I, it. was 1999, man. It wasn't yeah. like 94 when everybody was on 56K. Everybody was upgrading. but
1: Well, ain't nobody had no high speed internet in 99.
2: And, uh, I'm not saying it was like. Fiber, super speed, but it was faster. I know we didn't have fifty six k in nineteen. Actually, you might have. My memory is terrible, man. I might have just downloaded I, it track by shit. track. Really I know. Slow.
1: High, I know. In high school, we had slow ass internet. Yeah, the dial up internet where you <laughs> pick up the phone, you hear the. Oh, ear. I de- no. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my family wasn't balling and nothing like that. Oh, okay. But you
2: said, in, oh, 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 your family did. Okay. Yeah. I think you meant your high school did. I'm like, oh, I thought no, no,
1: no. Okay. Not my high school, but in fact, uh, my fam- when I was in high school. Oh, okay. I th- I feel so you. this is like 9th, tenth, eleventh grade. We had internet, but it wasn't the top. <laughs> Okay, I
2: feel that. you, I feel you. We yeah. way off topic, though. Yeah, Bumped in with this song because uh, Dr. Dre's album, classic album, 2001, turned 20 years old today. Damn. Um, contrary to popular belief, it did not release in 2001. <laughs> it released in 1999. Of yeah. um, Eminem, fresh off his solo album, was on it. Snoop Dogg, this really reinvigorated his career. He was kind of, you know, not doing a whole lot, but then this dropped and he was back to... Old
1: Snoop Snoop and Dre.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, It also kicked off the careers of people like Exhibit. You know, it kind of brought him back into the mainstream. Uh, Hitman didn't really do a whole lot, but he was all over this album too. (laughs) It also uh, propped up um, great Houston rapper Devin the Dude, who was on the Mm. track I just bumped in with. Um, This really brought him to the national spotlight, Um, got him a few years of mainstream success. So shout out to Dre and everybody involved for that. Damn, 20
1: years? Why did he name it 2001?
2: Funny story. I actually learned this today. Apparently, he was going to call it the Chronic 2000, but Suge Knight, as petty as he is. Copyrighted. No, he actually put out an album called Chronic 2000 that same year. Mm. I don't know who was on it. I guess random death row artists. Damn. But he put out an album called Chronic 2000. Mm. So this one just became 2001, I guess. Okay. So yeah. Damn. I don't know, but that's a
1: fun fact. That's a snapple fact.
2: Yeah. Another another interesting fact about this album: it never went number one on Billboard. Damn. Because it came out the same day that Korn did.
1: Oh. Believe okay. it or
2: not, they were actually the biggest act in Damn. music at see. one
1: point. I can see.
2: And and see that's why I don't respect the charts today man yeah because it feel like everybody go number one every rap album go number one yeah people don't understand how hard it was for a rap album to go number one yeah back in the day man especially
1: if you look at a lot of them classic albums some of them haven't ever even seen number one yes because of that because of a corn or whoever whoever whatever pop artist rock artist was hot back then
2: yeah and it's, the fact that you had to buy physicals to make a difference on the charts yeah you know it's and bootlegging was high in the black community yeah. so <laughs> yeah, very tough suck. for an album to go number one in yeah. and in and rap
1: yeah it would suck for somebody who was going against like Sync, yes or Bat Street Boys impossible or like that. man impossible
2: yeah. the only one who could do was Eminem yeah really he yeah. was the only one big enough to go number one going against like a Britney Spears hey, or a Christina Aguilera yeah but yeah. Damn. So happy anniversary to two thousand one. Sally, we never got uh the follow up that was the supposed detox. to be the detox never came out. <laughs> he put out that Compton. The funny thing, Compton did go number one. Did it? Yeah, it did. Damn. And that's his worst was album, it? but
1: <laughs> Was it because of the movie? What it was a movie that was part Strat- of Shared right? Compton okay
2: yeah i it wonder launched was around the same reason? time okay probably man okay. but like also but yeah,
1: it don't even mean shit man. it really
2: doesn't like that i album said went
1: number one but <laughs> 2001 didn't no one
2: can name an, a song off of compton <laughs> yeah honestly i can't and i heard the whole thing <laughs> a couple times yeah so yeah <laughs> but happy anniversary to 2001 um and yeah shout out to everything everybody involved in that um, so shoot, man, let's get into it. This is the Jim and Jukes podcast. A whole lot to talk about this week, man. A whole lot went down. I know y'all want to hear what me and the boy Figgy got to say about it. So let's introduce the podcast as we always do, man. My boy Figgy. How you doing, man? I know you're a little upset over the, the outcome of the Browns game where y'all uh, won, but yeah,
1: but it, it felt is... like a loss.
3: <laughs> I woke
2: up feeling there sad. A, there was a felonious assault on the field, apparently. Yeah,
1: somebody about to get charged with murder, <laughs> even though they didn't murder anyone.
2: <laughs> or hurt anybody yeah. even. <laughs> oh man. Yeah,
1: I was a little I was a little upset because I'm like, damn, I today would have been the perfect day to um come in with my Browns jacket. Yep. You know, we beat the Steelers. Or like people don't realize how big of a rivalry that is in Cleveland. Like if we beat Pittsburgh like the way we did, man, that's that's kind of our Super Bowl for the year. Mm-hmm. Even if we go one and fifteen. Like long as we beat the Steelers, you know, that's something to hang our hat on. But um it didn't feel like that, man. It was kind of embarrassing, and now everybody talk about how the Browns just they dirty and yeah. all this other stuff. So um, no
2: discipline in the locker room. Yeah,
1: yeah. See, uh, <laughs> the Browns gonna do what the Browns do. That's that's all I hear. The Browns gonna Browns. It's kind of
2: funny how quickly people turned on the Browns. Yeah. Because everybody was hyping this team up as Super Bowl bound. Yeah. Like, I'm not even talking just Cleveland people. Like, regular media people were saying, this is the team to watch for. You know, they're yeah. going to be contenders this year. And now, since they're doing bad, it's everybody shitting on I, them now. And they're terrible.
1: Yeah. I think the one thing that messed, up, um, messed that up was getting Odell Beckham. Really? Yeah. I think if they didn't get Odell Beckham, it would have oh, been like a hype. I get yeah, you I mean. think it would have I think it would've been a sneaky team to pick. Yeah. Because, you know, you had some uh young talent. But once you get Odell, then it's like, oh, um uh, AFC um AFC championship game and yeah. Super Bowl and all this other stuff. That's why I mean I was glad we got Odell because we never get superstars like that. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, I'm like, man, I know this team ain't about to go that far. Yeah, like I will be like to me, uh, uh, nine and seven is a great season. E, uh, nine and seven play, and the playoff berth is a good season. Yeah, but to everybody else, it, it looked like a a fucked up disappointment. Yeah, I'm like, man, like if you think about it, the Browns was so bad the last couple years, even decade, I say decade, that like what team do you know that get a, a new coach? And get all these new players and go straight to the Super Bowl like that. Mm. It's, it's not. It's not like the Warriors, you know, getting three good superstars and going to the finals. Yeah, and they were already
2: good before that.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you and, and football, you, you it, it it take a couple years at least to be you know that type of team. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, even though I'm disappointed, but I, I my expectations wasn't that high. Yeah. I wasn't thinking Super Bowl, nothing like that.
2: What do you think about Baker Mayfield, man? You think he's still your quarterback for the future?
1: Um, he having a real bad year. He's struggling? Yeah, but um, I think it. I think it have everything to do with coaching. Yeah. I think if he get that, I can It's hard to ignore that first year. He was a rookie. He he had a pretty good year, but I think if he had the right type of coach, I think he. I think he'd be okay. I don't know if he's gonna be a Hall of Famer and stuff like that, but I think he. I think. He's the type of quarterback the Browns need. Okay. Somebody with like a, a chip on their shoulder that He game. is
2: inter- he he has a personality, man. He is yeah. interesting. So at least you have that.
1: Cuz <laughs> I always I always tell people because I I lose sleep every night that the Browns didn't pick Deshaun Watson in oh, yeah. <laughs> that year. But I always tell people this too. If the Browns would have got Deshaun Watson, he wouldn't be the Deshaun Watson now. I think the Browns would have messed all that up. I I don't think they had the right type of team for him. And he's not that type of player. He's not that vocal player like Baker. Mm -hmm. So I don't see him going to the Browns, smiling and being positive like that, turning the franchise like that around. He's more of a blue-collar type of guy. He is. So I think he fit the Texans the best.
2: I agree, but I think Deshaun Watson would ball anywhere he went, man. And I, I I recall that the Browns didn't even meet. I think that was recently revealed that they didn't even meet with. Uh, no, it was the the Bears. Oh who yeah, who got Mr Trubisky? Yeah, apparently they didn't even meet with Deshaun Watson. Damn. So some people just seemed down on him for whatever reason. Yeah, but I yeah. wonder
1: why. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. And it's, it's funny because the same shit happened with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and that's somebody else. I I kind of um, wanted. He doesn't have the intangibles. Yeah, you know? he, he need to switch over the receiver. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's another that's another person I wanted too, um, because in that that uh, draft with Baker, I didn't want to get Baker first overall. Mm-hmm. I, my my picks was to get uh, Barkley, and then number four try to get um, Bradley Chubb, the defensive end, and maybe trade back into the first round to pick up Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And let him sit. At the time we had um uh Tarad Taylor. So I figured, you know, let him sit a little bit and then mm-hmm. bring him in, that type of thing.
2: But um good old Terod Taylor, man. Yeah. Forgotten black quarterbacks. <laughs> uh shoot, yeah. man. So what else how how has he been doing, man?
1: Oh, everything else has been good, man. Just working Starbucks, same okay. old, same old. Has it been busier this time of year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people getting hot drinks now. Of because course. at first, it was, you used to always have to ask, is this hot or ice? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you get mixed people saying, oh, yeah, hot, or no, I want it ice and blah, blah, blah. But now, a lot of people want them hot drinks. We got the holiday drinks out now. So, yeah, it's it's been a lot busy. And um, yesterday it was happy hour. Oh, okay. So it was really busy. And the shit that kind of urged me with that is, um, a lot of people who um, signed up for Starbucks emails and all that stuff, they mm-hmm. get the email saying, hey, it's happy hour. But if you don't use the app or not a rewards member, you can't get the happy hour. It's for people who are actively using their app. Mm-hmm. And so some people come in. They First of all, they hear word of mouth like, oh, Starbucks had happy hour. So what they do, they get in line. They try to download the app while in line. And then try to use it, but it don't work like that. Yeah, and so they get pissed and say, "I got this email." And so we try to explain to them, and they just get, catch a whole attitude. Of course. So it's just imagine going through that like maybe ten times an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like that's irritating, man.
2: <laughs> that reminds me, man, because I, I I was at GNC today, and uh, they they were advertising this uh like fifty percent off, buy one get one like half off deal. And this black lady came in and she was like, well, can I get? Because, you know, the, the thing with these nutrition places, it's buy one, get off one free, uh, half off on the same brand. Yeah. So let's say you get something like a optimum nutrition. You can get a half off another optimum nutrition thing. It can't be mixing and matching everything in the store. But she came out and said she wanted to get. Uh, half off anything because it's false advertisement on the sign outside. Oh my God. And the white lady you could tell she was just trying to make her happy and say well it's yeah. not really for that but the black lady was giving her a hard time I'm like man, man. I feel bad for it's you. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I felt really bad. Yeah. But yeah people just, people try to take advantage man. I don't get why. Well I know why they cheap as hell but still. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was one lady
1: that came in Starbucks and you know often we run out of shit. We, yeah. You know everybody run out of shit once in a while. But we ran out of the um our peppermint syrup. Mm-hmm. And so our popular drink around this time is like the peppermint mocha or the peppermint frappuccino whatever. So uh I told her we're out of peppermint. she's like, "Oh, this is the second time in a row I came here and you ain't had no peppermint." <laughs> and she said, "I can I speak to the manager?" So I'm like, "What the fuck is he going to do? Right. He going to pull it out <laughs> of his pocket?" <laughs>
2: Like she wants something free. That's what she was trying to
1: get. Man, that's so irritating, man. Like yeah. if it's if if it's that big of a deal, go to another one. Mm-hmm. Like stop coming in this one. Then, like I hate to say it like that, but yeah. <laughs> it's a Starbucks down the street mm-hmm. and around the corner.
2: And what time was she coming in?
1: It was like in, like when I'm there. It's in the evening. Yeah. So it had to be around six, seven o'clock. Yeah. And it's like, man, don't be coming here asking for shit that's you know most likely gone around this time. So um, that's another thing that kind of piss me off a little bit people be trying to get everything for free yeah or they complain about everything it's like man like it's coffee mm-hmm. <laughs> like go somewhere else everybody's man. trying to get a, a <laughs> fucking gift card <laughs> yeah somebody uh somebody came through the drive-thru one time um and we had some type of frappuccino but we didn't have the um the little cookies or the crunch that go on top of it mm-hmm. you know this bitch said uh i should i should be able to get ha- um money off of
2: that then money off her drink because they ain't have a cookie yeah or for the crunch
1: topping or whatever oh okay and i'm like we you don't pay for it to have it on there Mm -hmm. so why would we take take it off you know i mean (laughs) like that don't make sense it'd be one thing if you paying extra to have it on there or something like that and then we like all right we No I got
2: out. a stereotype cuz I have to figure it's mainly black women doing yes. this, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. We S- got to figure out like sad well, to say. It, well, it, yes. My- <laughs> my sister's like that too it'd be embarrassing me we go out to eat and she'd be making a big deal out of the smallest shit and wanting to get free shit because of it I'm like if you get somebody to fuck with my food I'll be really mad
1: don't you hate that when you go out to eat with somebody and they rude to the waitress or the waiter yes (laughs) and you like damn like this kind of embarrassing me a little bit we need to get our food
2: (laughs) This was a discussion on Twitter, too, because some lady was like, oh, why do, why do men not care about getting bad service or having an <laughs> order messed up at a restaurant? It's because we got bigger problems to think about. Yeah. Man, we could just leave and not come back. Yeah. You know, there's no good coming from... Arguing with somebody who's making your food.
1: Yeah. It's honestly. one thing if it's blatant where it's just yeah. like, all right, like it's shitty. We've been to a spot like that before mm-hmm. where we like, damn. If
2: something's way undercooked got, or something.
1: Yeah. Or like, damn, they got our food um, before us and we've been here the longest or yeah. something like that. But um, t- to me, there's it, no point of arguing like that, man. Like it, it really don't make no sense. Like as mm-hmm. long as you get the food, just chill because sometimes them jobs be so hectic. I think people that complain a lot like that need to work in that environment. Yeah. Because, you know, I used to complain about Starbucks taking a long time, too. But once I start working there, I see why. Mm-hmm. Because you got people at the window trying to order more shit. Yeah. And we got to wait because they order two more Frappuccinos. Now we got they got to sit there as we make two more Frappuccinos. <laughs> and so that's taking a long time there. And then you got somebody at the speaker that's. Asking, hey, do you got this? No, we don't have that. Oh, what about this? Oh, what this tastes like? Have you tried this? Yeah, making
2: so a random all small that stuff.
1: Yeah, all that stuff taking a long time, and not not even mention that some of them stores understaff people.
4: Mm-hmm. So most like of them do our honestly. Store,
1: yeah, our store understaff people on happy hour all the time, mm-hmm. and just some, and the uh, the people that's on bar making drinks they got to make double everything pretty much, and the line gonna be out the door. Yep. So um people don't look at it like that. Of the first thing not. they said I've been in line for 20 mm-hmm. minutes. I'm like, well, we're hiring if you want to come
2: <laughs> come so, back here and make your own drink.
1: Yeah, so now whenever I go places and it's a little hectic, I never you know argue yeah. with them or stuff like that unless they clearly bullshit mm-hmm. we're just like man, they being nasty to me and all this other stuff but um yeah now that I'm <laughs> in that field i I totally get it
2: the funny thing is my sister been a waitress too and she oh, still got man. that attitude so i don't know if there's any help in her man i think man. she just got that hardwired yeah but yeah so people be nice to the people who are waiting on you trying to get your food because nine times out of ten they are trying their hardest yeah it's just too much going on and too little too few people working back there yeah so blame the corporation for not hiring up no people honestly because it's their yes. fault yes yes um so shit man we got a whole lot to talk about this week so we got to jump into our topics already um actually first off and and by the way um shout out to jasmine uh she got real sick uh over this past week um i want to say she's denying it was because of astroworld because i think i think it was because of Astro World. <laughs> she went there, but a couple of days later, she got really sick and she's been home lately. So, shout out to Jasmine.
1: Yeah.
2: Get her on next it's, time, It's about that retail. time of the
1: year, too. Everybody getting sick. Oh, yeah,
2: of course. So, yeah. Now, that's another reason why I don't like going to no big ass festival concert like that, man. It's like a petri dish of just germs. You're so yeah. close to so many people. Yeah. Like, there's definitely, like, it's easily, you know, germ spreading going on. Yeah.
1: It's even worse when it's a little chilly outside, yes. too, because it's easier to get sick when it's cold. Mm hmm. So yeah, I can't even imagine, man. Yeah.
2: So, but yeah, shout out to Jasmine. She'll be back next week, and we'll yeah, get. She got share a story. Yeah, we gonna get the whole <laughs> the the whole pit. breakdown on what happened in Astro World, niggas jumping over cages and gates and shit. So yeah, we'll get that from her next week. But <laughs> um, we do have a couple new releases. Um, Tory Lanez dropped, and I want to say this is an album, a project. We'll call it a project. Yeah, it's called the Chicks Tape Five. I didn't know, know, know there was a Chick's Tape one through four, but. Yeah. Biggie, you say you heard this, man. Yeah. What were you your thoughts on it? it? No, I didn't listen <laughs> I, I mean, Oh, man, you got to check it out. I, I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> what do you think about it, man?
1: Um, honestly, man, I was a little impressed. I was impressed. I ain't skipped not one song. That, um, some of the skits on there was a little corny. He He's known for doing corny skits, mm-hmm. but um, I thought it was pretty solid. It, it it made me feel old as shit though because all the songs he sample is the songs we grew up to or of course. we was um we was around in high school when they popped out so like the T Pain songs I don't, I think it's sprung but um uh, I think it's called sprung I'm sprung
3: mm-hmm.
1: but he sampled that song of he sampled um a, a a Fab song I'm like man I feel old as shit <laughs> jagged edge he had the um. The uh, the beautiful song with Snoop. Oh no! He sampled that. He sampled. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. A Chris Brown song, a ludicrous song, at Waterfalls. So um, uh, this, uh, okay. At this point, this is sheer laziness, man. Yeah,
2: to sample this the, many.
1: The the only thing I like about this though, like I, I I can see where you think it's lazy, but the best part about it is he actually got them artists on the song too. So it's kind of like paying homage. But, yeah. But um, if if this was his real album, then nah, you can't yeah. do stuff like this. I don't think it's a real I think the uh, previous chicks' takes were like mixtapes where he mm-hmm. was flipping the sample and stuff like that. But this one, I, I want to say this might be the first one where he um, actually got the artist of the song he flipped oh, okay. and had him on it.
2: Well, that's good.
1: So um, the song with Lloyd and Lil Wayne, you know mm-hmm. that song. He sampled that one. He sampled the, um, I forgot the name of this.
2: Did he actually have Lloyd and Lil Wayne on that song? Yeah. Both of them? <laughs> yep. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, he had the song with Fab that um, I Gotta Let You Go. Mm-hmm. He had, uh, had Fab on there. Uh, the Trey songs, Can't Help But Wait. Okay. He had Trey songs on that one. He had the one Maya song. Um, had Maya on there, The Dream. Like all these people he actually had on there. Okay. T-Pain. The, uh, yeah. Like, that T-Pain sound exactly the same as the other T-Pain song. Okay. Just a little more um, 808s in it. <laughs> but when I listened to that, I think that was, like, the second song on the, on the um, project. And I thought it went to a whole nother... Um, you know how you listen to an album and go to another song after mm-hmm. the album finish? I thought it went to an old song where I'm like, damn. But it was actually the song... The
2: same of, album. Yeah. That's so I'm funny. like, damn.
1: But, um... I enjoyed it, man. It it just made me feel old as shit.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, at least, like you said, he's putting the original artists on there. I respect that more so than just stealing all the shit. But yeah, I don't know. I'll check it out, man. I'm not a big Tory Lanez fan. I always got on Jules when she said he was the (laughs) modern day Nate dog. Did she say that about him? It was him, wasn't it?
1: Uh no, there's a Ty Dollar Sign.
2: Ty Dollar Sign, that's right. I get them mixed up for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I'll, I'll check it out, man. I'll yeah, see. it's just
1: weird seeing because you uh, we seen all the beefs he was in and all that stuff, mm-hmm. all the shit he be talking. It's just weird hearing him sing because he got this high pitched voice. <laughs>
2: Everybody like does, you would man.
1: It, like you'll never think that was the same Tory Lanez. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Another thing A oh, 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 trend in R&B That's been going on for the past couple decades Honestly The falsetto voice man I'm tired What happened to deep voiced R&B yeah. Is that shit just completely dead now I think so What's the last artist who had a deep baritone voice Like a Barry White or even a Luther Vandross, or anybody like the. It's, after Prince came, it's like everybody wanted to sound like Prince. Yeah, because that that sound is completely dead now. I feel man.
1: Yeah, but even in the old groups, they used to have that one with Where's the a Johnny Gill man. Yeah.
2: Somebody,
1: yeah. So some, we
2: need a deep voiced R and B comeback, man. I'm tired of these <laughs> niggas in falsetto singing in high pitched voices. Yeah. Whatever. That's <laughs> my random rant for the week. RB rant. Yeah. Uh, um uh so Janae Aiko also dropped a new song. Um, none of your concern. Um, I'm not a big fan of Janae Aiko, I'll admit, man. I feel like she's kind of she makes music for basic bitches, I'll be honest. <laughs> so I'm not too big on her. But she dropped an a a song. It's also featuring Big Sean, who I guess this is like the most friendly breakup of all time yeah because he is featured on a song and they seem to be talking about their relationship on this song yeah which is kind of weird that's relationship goes yeah i guess so (laughs) man but like they're talking about how they used to fuck on the song like big sean talking about i made you come nine times and (laughs) first off okay whatever (laughs) too much yeah
1: or is he is he lying
2: Look, I don't, I don't, I don't want to investigate whether he's capable or something like that. I know he's a short nigga, but I'm not, I don't know that I nothing to do with it. I, I, look, man, I, maybe I'm just too old to even think about something like that. Yeah. But like, I, I'm nine times in one day. Like, maybe if I'm super horny and the relationship is still new,
1: and y'all fucking from sun up to sundown, yeah, like this just one of those around. days. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's. I mean, but nine times, like. I, I don't know I how it happened. That might be just a lyric. He might, he might be on some percocet, man. That's the thing. We got to consider that too. Might be some <laughs> PEDs in there, but whatever. I know we getting a little too pause worthy in this discussion. So the song itself, I heard a little bit. Um, I don't know, man. what do you think about it from what you
1: heard? It sounds good. I, I always enjoy the way her song sound like her production be real good. But when you listen to the content, as a man, it's like, damn, should I be listening to this? Should yeah. I really be vibing to this? I feel like that's more of a, um, I feel like it's, she's more of an artist for women who went through shit, who went through breakups and kind of got that anger towards the nigga. Yeah. And that way they can listen to her and like, yeah, I relate to it. But as a man, it's kind of like, damn, like it sound good. She's singing. The beat is dope, but I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be vibing to this like this. So um the song was cool it sounded good but it was she was pretty much calling somebody a bitch ass nigga <laughs> like bitch ass nigga ain't none of your concern that type of thing
2: so now i have to ask this too do you think this whole relationship and breakup is just a publicity stunt at this point
1: i'm starting to think it now man i'm starting to think it because um I mean, I don't know anybody who was in a deep relationship like that. I, and I felt like they was in a deep relationship. She got She got his face tattooed on it. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that was a deep relationship. I don't know a relationship that um just that was deep like that and ended like where everybody like, all right, let's agree to, you know, both of us break up. I'm yeah. not breaking up with you. You're not breaking up with me. Let's just call it quits together mm-hmm. and still be friends. I don't know anybody who went through something like that before.
2: I think it's possible, and, but and be
1: friends and like like and be good friends like how they are now, where they still doing stuff like this.
2: Yeah, and it sounded like it was messy when it first happened too. Yeah, but now suddenly they're they're great friends talking about this relationship shit on their own yeah. songs. Like it, they, to can me, be,
1: they I'm telling. I mean, I don't know if this came out yet or what, but. I wouldn't be surprised if they drop a, a joint album again. They
2: might. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like this is her attempt at a lemonade type run. Yeah. You know, where she need like, there. there's really no money in being a, in a happy relationship. You know, Mary J. Blige it's... learned that the hard way. Yeah. You know, People only want to hear you when you're miserable and saying, fuck niggas and fuck this shit. So I, I kind of think that she's... Making a new, this is her new, like, arc.
1: It's a marketing yeah, thing. Yeah, the
2: marketing thing. So, I don't know if I believe yeah. this whole relationship at this point now. It kind of seems like it's all being done for promo. Yeah. But who knows, man. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, anything else to say about that song? Any other new releases we missed? I think that's really about it. It's been a slow week this week, man. Yeah. We didn't have a whole lot shit dropping. Um, so... Topics for this week, man. Got a whole lot to break down. Let's start with fucking Astro World, (laughs) okay? Namely, the surprise in Astro World. And I will admit I was wrong, (laughs) okay? I I prop myself up and pat myself on the back when I'm right. Yeah. But I will also, I'm fair, man. I will call myself out when I'm
1: wrong. And I was wrong about this. I got to go back on the tape and hear what I said because I can't remember exactly what I said.
2: I, I think you said that I, it could happen. I
1: mentioned it that yeah. because it was a rumor. I wasn't sure. And um, to me, it wasn't off the table where I'm like, nah, that's bullshit. Yeah. But um, I, the rumor I kept hearing was him and Drake. Uh, yeah. Drake was supposed to be there. And I just knew Drake was going to be there. But if I knew Drake wasn't going to be there at all, I would have had my money on Kanye being there.
2: Yeah. I was the only one I think who was adamant On Kanye not showing up No matter what Yeah I didn't think he'd be in that environment where he is in his career right now, religiously.
1: Yeah, I thought it was possible. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was possible. I,
2: I said there was no way. <laughs> I said Drake might show up, and we'll talk about Drake a little bit later. Yeah, he did show up somewhere surprisingly, <laughs> and show the Astro World. Yes, he should. They should have switched, honestly. But so to recap for people who missed it, um, Travis Scott held his annual um, Astro World Festival. This year, now it's annual. I'm guessing it's annual. I don't know because there were problems here. Apparently, it was not sufficiently. Uh, there was the security presence was lacking. You know, people broke in. People got in for free because they jumped <laughs> the gates. I know that part. Yeah. yeah, they jumped the gates. People Damn. got in for free um they it it was all kind of craziness hpd had to send an extra security force and had to tweet about it and saying the promoters are not sufficiently planned for this festival like they should have so i don't know if it happens next year but if it does it's gonna be a whole tight yeah it's gonna be different so this might be the last time it was like completely wild and crazy like it was Mm -hmm. oh yeah I uh, also heard um, Brandon Caldwell, uh, we had him on a, a show with, uh, what's his name? Jack Freeman. Mm-hmm. Um, he also confirmed that uh, Kanye was apparently at Harris County Jail today. For what? On Friday, performing for inmates. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Yes, Brandon Caldwell uh, reports for Houston Press and does a whole lot of stuff. Check him out on Twitter. But, um, yeah, he, he reported on Twitter that Kanye West was apparently, according to his sources, at Harris County Jail today on Friday <laughs> um, performing for inmates.
1: Damn. So, okay. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Maybe he is taking the Kim approach.
2: I guess so. So I, I found footage of um, Kanye West's Sunday service at Harris County of jail, oh, man. Let me play it a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nice little crowd back
2: there. Yeah. Now it's a lot of people, man. They're in blue and orange jumpsuits. They're praying right now. Kanye is leading a prayer. The security, the police officers are there. Applauding. Man. Kanye is spitting a verse off the of phone. You brought a whole choir there. The women are there. Yeah. that's one women time. Women are crying. That's
1: one time I wish I was in jail. Witness <laughs> <When is> that. <laughs>
2: yeah, for an hour. And <laughs> take me to fuck out. Women are crying. He's you know, it for the I'm, females, I'm and they are Blackwell crying. I'm
1: law enforcement officer. I started go and serve my community here in my hometown but but uh, we need to be we need to be firm with crime. We want our community to say everybody does. But we don't have to lose our humanity and
2: our Okay, that's all I saw. This is posted. I think the Harris County Sheriff's office tag is on it, so I'm guessing they put this out there. Mm. But I saw it off the no jumper con uh things. So if you want to yeah. check that out, you can check it out. So,
1: <laughs> I wanted to um re- remember last week Jasmine said she would be disappointed if Kanye showed up at Astro World. Yeah. I wonder how she feel about it. Uh, we
2: should call it uh, We could, but she's sick. So mm. yeah, we, we, we'll we'll get uh, caught up with everything, Jasmine. Uh, next week, we we could. Okay. I don't know. She's still awake. Yeah, she
1: actually just said um, she has. Um, if there's a way she can recap, <laughs> she down.
2: Uh, fuck it. What's her number? Let's call her now. Fuck it.
0: <laughs>
2: hey, Jasmine. Uh-huh. You okay? yeah who am i speaking with? this is me ryan you're live Hi. on the, juice, you're live juice, on the podcast. juice podcast oh okay i just woke up y'all just woke me up oh my bad yeah. <laughs> we got I a text so i thought you're gonna call. be okay yeah i know you yeah. don't like being called unexpectedly we had that conversation as well um you yeah, want to talk yeah. on a podcast real quick or you want to sleep yeah no that's cool Are you sure
0: yeah, that's cool. Sorry, y'all.
2: That's no, all good. It's all good. Everything okay? First off, how you been?
0: I've been on my deathbed. <laughs> okay,
2: oh, man. Oh, I feel bad for Since you. Monday. Oh man.
0: But but no, I feel better than I did. It's all good. I should I should be fine by Monday. Hopefully, I can't go anywhere till Monday. Oh man, what I've been told.
2: Well, I know um, you don't want to admit that you got sick at Astro World, but.
1: I,
0: I think those dirty <laughs> ass those me.
2: dirty ass hipsters who don't bathe or <laughs> use any type of soap or hand sanitizer probably got you sick. So, I feel uh, bad for you. Um, hope you get better soon. Thank um, you. Um, and we do miss you. We miss you. Yeah, but but we do have you on a line. So, mm-hmm. we we would like a if you're up to it. A yeah. recap of your experience, because me and Figgy have a, a theory that you didn't really enjoy it uh-huh. based off of your reaction in the group chat, especially when Kanye showed up. So uh-huh.
1: And last week, you did say you would be disappointed if Kanye showed up. Yes.
0: I was disappointed. I, I can't lie. I acted like a fangirl, and I still like got closer, but... I was. I wanted to see Drake. I didn't. I don't really care to see Kanye. What like, was
1: what was your reaction when Kanye came out? Uh,
0: I was. Um, for one, the the setlist was going around like that was saying like it was supposed to be him in the choir. I was just like, oh, it is Kanye. Like I knew it. Was, Travis. The way Travis was talking and introduced it, I was like, oh, this is Kanye. Like I knew it was <laughs> Kanye before he even came. And then he did, and I was like, "Oh, it's Kanye." And then <laughs> so, it, like, the energy and everybody around was like exciting. So I can't lie; like, I got it, you know, got like started moving forward as well, like the film. But um they did what song did they do? They, I want to say, I know that he did. Can't tell me nothing mm-hmm. for sure, but I can't remember what. Song he probably did, the best
1: but, song off of his uh, la- the latest think, album yeah he
2: did follow god i saw follow- oh yeah that.
0: yeah 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 he did he did follow god and then he did uh, can't tell me nothing and okay. i was, like i listened to, you know i was there for can't tell me nothing but mm. ah that's another story you well, did i got yeah no i did get <laughs> excited. i did i did move up no, no. i can't lie hype beast. like I, I yeah i was a high beast in the moment but i thinking back i was i, I would have much rather had seen drake or been you know been more excited to see drake i was really surprised that he wasn't there
1: he, he was busy getting booed at another yes. festival yes. <laughs> I know. now was you in the mosh pit did you go to the mosh pit
0: heck yeah i was right under travis when he came out it was amazing mm. we opened like it was so great ashley and i we were so we first, I had a whole bunch, of, like, it was really odd trying to get to the festival this year. Like, it just seemed like we it, we weren't supposed to go for some reason. Like, every, like weird stuff just kept happening. And then my phone, I don't, I don't know if I told you about my phone last week, but. Um,
1: it was acting it,
0: up. Yeah, and it literally died. Like, I said it, and it literally died, like, like right before I was getting ready to leave work on Saturday. Mm. Like, before, like, to go to work. So I ended up having to go get another phone right before the festival. So I did that, and it was just, like, I don't know, it was a weird series of events. So we finally got there, and then Ashley and I walked around, took pictures and stuff, and then went to the merch line. Um, I was sitting in the merch line for two hours. Try, like, oh, my gosh, that line was crazy because he's not selling any merch online anymore, like, for this festival. I don't think he's going to do that like going forward cuz last year it was for his actual album you know mm-hmm. but this year it's just like a normal festival so why would he sell it online you don't get merch from Coachella online so we stood in, we stood in line for like 2 hours oh my god yeah and i <laughs> like if if we weren't cold we would have gotten out of line like for sure but it was a simple fact that like i had based my outfit too on the fact that i knew I was going to get a hoodie mm-hmm. so it was cold, and so we stood in there. We pretty much watched Megan wait. How much Doug. you spent on that hoodie? Do I have to tell the people? I yes, spent $95. Okay. Oh, 95. Oh, that's
2: oh, actually that's
1: better than the, I thought. Yeah, I thought was, you were gonna say 200. <laughs> yes,
0: oh no, I know, no, that's crazy. Oh, man. But, um, I think I spent less last year. I, I don't know, I could be wrong, but yeah, I just it was 95, but um. From the merch line, basically, the good thing was, like, if you, um, depending on where you were standing, there were screens kind of everywhere, so you could watch whatever performance was going on, and they had, like, gaps in between, as to where I don't think that two people were ever performing at the exact same time, oh, so okay. we were able to watch Megan from the, like, we could see the thrill stage, I mean, we were at the chills area, and we could see, like, Megan performing, like, ourselves, like, on stage or whatever, and so she performed a really long time. We were trying to make the baby, but we missed him. So we saw Megan, and we're really trying to be there for Gucci. But then turns out we were wondering why Megan's set was so long. Gucci Mane missed his flight,
3: mm-hmm. so oh.
0: he never even performed. And I, so we don't know if future on that little surprise set list was ever supposed to come out too, because he was a part of the Gucci Mane set, but we never saw him either. Mm-hmm. So um, we watched Thug. Doug was Thug, Migos was Migos, and they kept hyping up. Oh, I was so annoyed by them just hyping up. <laughs> like, there was this big surprise. It was a song. Like, them and Travis performed a song later on in the night, and that was cool. Like, it was cool, but nobody knew it. Like, mm-hmm.
2: so... Nobody could get really hyped to it.
0: Yeah, you, you don't... You get really hyped because they're on stage together, but you don't know the song, so it's not really, like, that ain't what we were looking for. Where's Cardi? Mm-hmm. And then, so... <laughs> Um, who else? Pharrell. I like by the time, by the time we were getting out of the merch line, Pharrell was on stage and he like so. Luckily, like I, we were getting ready to leave the line and had we not been able to see Pharrell, because like, you don't ever get to see Pharrell. So, uh, luckily we got our hoodies and stuff, and he was still on and he did really great. And by the time, um, he next thing you know, like he was like. He was like, I need, like, 10 crowd surfers or something like that. And me and Ashley, like, there was two dudes beside us that was about. They threw this man up so fast. Oh, damn. And, like, uh, me and Ashley was about, and we took off. And we didn't see Leroy and them, like, ever again. Mm. So, by then, before Pharrell's set was really over, we had made our way to the mosh pit to, like, damn near close, like, front of the stage almost. Mm. And so we were just, you know, at that time, once Pharrell ends, you have, like, an hour hour or so before how was set it was great like it was okay. good i i um the mute at first i didn't realize that he was performing i could hear his music but because of where we ended we were in the um, uh, because of um where we were in the merch line um you couldn't i couldn't see the the screens like we were too close up to the cashier so, like, whenever I took a step back and could see, I was like, oh, shoot, he is performing, and, like, he was doing, like, front, he was doing everything, like, so even songs that he didn't necessarily, um, he wasn't necessarily on, but, you know, he produced,
3: because mm-hmm.
0: he came out, like, when he came out, um, he introduced himself, and was like, you know, he was a part of a band called NRD. Nerd and like everybody just went crazy and it w- it was great. Like Pharrell was a great performer. Uh, I wish I could have seen more of his set for sure. But he, when I, from what I did see, he he did well and um, he didn't perform happy. He wasn't going to, and the crowd <laughs> fucking hyped him up. Oh my god! Hold him to, and I was oh like, my oh my god, like <laughs> oh my god, like he really wasn't going to do it. He he had he didn't have it in his set and um so wait
2: how, how did this happen did he say he's not gonna perform it or did the crowd just start chanting for him to do it
0: they started chanting for him to do it like oh, he gave the opportunity god. for another yeah i was like he's fucking man like all the songs pharrell could have done y'all chose happy <laughs> he uh he um gave the crowd an opportunity to ask for another song and that's what the gist was was chanting oh god so i don't know if he was always going to do it. any you know how artists do that He probably knew that was going to be yeah i Mm. I, probably so but i was just like oh my god people were just laughing because i did not want i did not want to be into it so much but it was for real (laughs) yeah you were feeling Uh, it too just imagine
1: being on drugs and (laughs) somebody started performing happy you probably love
2: it
0: you probably sound better (laughs) i mean
2: on an acid trip
0: Um, so okay um, i didn't i didn't mean to interrupt you so uh,
2: (laughs) so so how how'd the rest of the concert go or the festival uh uh
0: well so yeah we were waiting for travis for like uh, you you know you have an hour before his set starts so it was cool like i don't like people that don't experience the mosh pit i don't think they understand like how friendly it is in depending on where you are like People are really friendly. You just talk to people, and they all like want to do this. They all want to rage, so it's just it's just like a happy community. And everybody like we found some like people beside us that were like from Atlanta and San Diego, and so we all just kind of band together and kept moving up together. Okay. And so like uh, by the time Travis came out, he came he came out so epic. By the way, like cause you know his surgery or whatever. Mike Dean. I don't know if Chase B did it. I, I think Chase him. I think it was Mike Dean and Chase B. Um, like revived him from like a table, like a like a hospital table, and that's how he like came up into the set, and then he like floated above air. And where he was floating, we were literally right under him, like. And he like like opened it up for the mosh pit and stuff. Oh, it was so epic. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it was great. It was amazing. So, so we're oh, go ahead, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. I don't know what you say.
1: Oh no! Go finish. Just let me. I was gonna end it with uh, how? Did, where do you rank this um, Astro World?
2: Is it
0: better than uh, the last one? This Astro World, I saw. I, it's weird because last I I had a great time last year, but this year I saw more. So I I don't know. I wouldn't. I would say they were both great. I couldn't compare the two. I think they were two different experiences. To be honest. Cause, Cause, last year it was all about Travis, like, and this year it was equally about Travis, but at the same time, like, it, he's developing it more into a festival now. Mm. Like, it's not based on his album anymore. Like, this is a music festival, so you get in the actual music festival experience. So it's different. Like, uh, I would say I had a better time last year, okay. just personally, like, but this year I enjoyed the I enjoyed the music like I enjoyed the crowd like the crowd more this year there was just there was a lot of people too there was on, on almost too many people like there was a point in time where <laughs> I had to get out of the mosh pit because I was gonna die Yeah, and like it took forever like I thought I was about to pass out like it took forever to try to get out of that crowd especially how deep we were I guess like it was just a, it, the people. It, I, I I don't like all the people. Yeah. That's why I would say last year was better.
2: Yeah, but. It, it did look way more crowded. We saw the no video shit. of people like jumping over the gate and rushing yeah. the gate. So it looked like it was way, way over packed to even what they thought it would be. So I'm not yeah. surprised. It was super congested.
0: Oh yeah, and so like even people I know that had tickets jumped the gate and stuff. What the fuck? Like y'all paid for no reason. (laughs) Yeah, y'all dumb. Like just for the hype, y'all just want to run in because everybody else is. (laughs) But I guarantee next year, like they they gonna have. I mean, it's Travis, though, so you never know. But like, they they gonna have to have some better security and the NRG workers. For one, I'm sick and tired of these fucking NRG workers that don't ever know anything. Uh They don't ever know anything, ever. Even at Texans games, even like, period. Anytime you go to an event at NRG, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, it's annoying, and I'm over it. They like, we walked. It took us damn near thirty minutes just to get to the festival because no one knew how to tell us how to get there.
3: Oh
2: damn! Like,
0: yeah, it was. Oh, it was so annoying. But you know, they hire
2: anybody for that. They, Especially they people who don't do. <laughs> have never been to NRG before, so I'm not I, surprised they don't know yeah, shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, but it's just the fact that like they they really don't give a fuck either. Like, oh, yeah, they don't care that they don't know, and that's their job. Like, <laughs> that's what's annoying about it. They just be like, oh. I don't know. They and just then, there. to like, catch
2: the vibes. They ain't there to help yeah, nobody. Yeah, <laughs> there
0: was so many people, so many of them just walking around the festival, and it's like, oh. Y'all, like y'all, y'all made sure y'all was available this day.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Everybody quit the next day. That's funny. Hell
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. That got it better.
2: Okay. So it sounds like you had a, a better time last time, but it still sounds like this was a good show to go to. I'm yes, glad you I, enjoyed it.
0: I did see my, I mean, Will Lean. but yeah, I, I
1: was going to ask a, that too.
0: Yeah, I I didn't see exotic pop, but I saw Will Lean um towards the end. But I didn't wanna I didn't wanna bombard that man like that. And I looked a hot ass mess, so I just looked at the shirt <laughs> and left out. <laughs> so, you gonna be gonna
1: sorry. Say, You ain't said nothing. I know, to right? Could have huh? said what's up. You gonna be salty? You ain't I mean, I spoke. Me. Oh.
0: I spoke, but he didn't give the vibe that he recognized me, so I didn't try to do all that. Oh, like, oh yeah, he
1: probably August super meeting. tired. Uh he yeah. probably didn't recognize you. Everybody yeah. out there probably looked just <laughs> like you. <laughs>
0: you should,
1: you yeah. should have been like, Hey, Jess, remember you was on my podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I honestly I looked the hot ass mess by the time I got out the box <laughs> Like <laughs> next year I'm slicking my hair down in a bun and then yeah. that's just what it is. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> it didn't work. okay. Well, hopefully it's more more tightly constructed next time and they have better security. If they there. have it next time. Yeah, that's what I was wondering too, honestly. <laughs> With the police they having don't... to add extra presence there. I don't know yeah. if they're gonna have it next year.
3: What? You're lucky I nobody died, would. honestly. Yeah. If
2: somebody died, I'm guarantee they would have shut it down. Because people were getting trampled. People got hurt. Nobody died really? though. Yeah.
0: Who got so, there, was people, there was a lot of people, people, people
2: bum rushed, people, the, people yeah. bum rushed the the gate and people got trampled while they were bum rushing. I don't think anybody was seriously hurt, but they did uh-huh. report that people got injured, you know, and got trampled. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know. there was a lot of people like, like me, I mean, trying to get out eventually out of the, out of the crowd eventually. But um, I don't know. That's what I was kind of thinking. Like after the fact, like, it, it was good that it was a whole shit ton of people there and it was still like good energy. Like nobody was fighting or That's nothing good. like that.
3: That's
0: good. So I don't, I, hopefully they still have it. I think it's good for the city if people act right. And I think the only thing about festivals like that is honestly, like I know it's for the youth and it's for the, like grown, a lot of grown people not going to festivals. So it's who it's for, but they really need to put an age limit on it. Like it it is some little kid, like, little kids don't belong at Asher World. Yeah. I'm sorry. They don't. <laughs> they don't. Like, They there was a man there in the merch line that had, like, this one couldn't have been no more than five years old. And I was just like, why is he even here? <laughs> like, why?
2: Getting a contact How high work? at five years old.
0: That's, <laughs> That's crazy. Was, man. Yeah. But even like, you can't buy tobacco now unless you're 21. and You shouldn't be able to go to a festival until you're 21 either, honestly. Yeah,
2: I agree. We got a lot yeah. of little Nicolets running around, little fucking kids.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: So that's Aww. our official World recap. We also have to ask you, though. Um, Mm -hmm. since you, we, we did bring this up on a podcast before and we didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen, but you mentioned it a little bit while, a little while ago, Kanye West is going to be at Lakewood this Sunday.
0: Oh yeah. Did you
2: get tickets? Yes.
0: No, hell no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Would you go if somebody you knew invited you?
0: I don't even know if some, if you weren't sick, by the way. I don't know. I would really have to think about it, because that's another crowd that I just don't even know that I want to be up against, because like, I don't care that bad mm-hmm. to try to fight as many people that are going to be there.
2: It, and, I don't think it would be like a mosh pit, like at Astroworld. <laughs> I think it would be oh, a little yeah, more...
0: Oh, yeah, no. I'm talking about just street traffic, no, honestly, I feel and like, yeah. Latewood traffic. Like That traffic is bad on the regular.
3: Yeah, it is.
2: So,
0: I... Two lanes. I don't know. <laughs> like, like, it's
2: going to be back the fuck up. Yeah.
0: So am I correct in that they having a church service and then he's having a concert? Yes. So, and like, he's a performance. Different-
2: I don't, I don't so, know exactly. Let me look it up. Um,
1: yeah. my guess usually when churches had concerts or guests like that, they usually do it like a regular service and then, mm-hmm. uh, do the concert. I don't think he'd be sitting there preaching like a whole sermon, yeah. but I, I do think they will probably, um, had a praise and worship. So yeah. and then maybe uh, Joe Osteen probably speak a little bit and then mm-hmm. introduce Kanye. The, ske- my
2: guess. the schedule is 830 a.m. Joel Osteen is going to do his regular worship service at mm-hmm. 11 a.m. He's going to have another worship service, but he's going to have a special interview with Kanye West during oh, that time. Interview? Yes. And at 7 p.m. There's going to be a Jesus is King Sunday experience show. So basically, yeah, yeah, what you said. It's going to be a church service with Kanye, and then later in the night, it's going to be the concert.
1: I would like to see that interview.
2: Yeah, me too. Even though I know it's going to be him talking his see regular recording. crazy shit.
0: <laughs> so, are people are they expecting people to stay there the whole day? Like, no. how is that supposed
1: to work? I think because usually uh, his church usually had the regular more early service and normal service, but I think that yeah, I, no,
0: I. I get that, but I'm saying, like, as far as the crowd control, like, how are like people just gonna leave and then go back?
1: I don't think people gonna go to the. I think regular people just gonna go to the normal eight and eleven o'clock service. But mm-hmm. I think people for the tickets, I think um, is is for the seven o'clock, I guess oh. experience. So if I I tried to get tickets, but uh, I think the website crashed, it probably sold out
2: like immediately and it sold out within a couple minutes.
1: Yeah. But um, I think um, I don't I don't expect people to go to the actual eight o'clock and 11 o'clock service unless you want to see their interview or something. Yeah, I think people go for that. Yeah. But the actual and I don't I don't think you need tickets for that.
2: I think you do. Oh, you I think don't? they really? did tickets for both. Them. I'm not 100 okay, percent sure, but that, I think they did
1: because that's a regular service. Because yeah. if you think about your church hosting something, they they, they yeah. ain't gonna blow. They ain't gonna turn people away from their regular service. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't but know how if explain. it's yeah, but if it's a concert, because that's why hosting it at seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah, seven o'clock. There is no service that late, so that's yeah. when you you know you could get the extra yeah. right there. But my guess is for the eight and eleven o'clock. My guess is it's gonna be like a normal service, but
2: first come first seated because that would be chaos. But I don't know that I could mean, be how it's working. I, I don't mean, know.
1: who's actually trying to go to the eight o'clock service? If you the
2: eleven a.m. is what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I don't, that's yeah. I, don't, I don't. I think that that's probably gonna be a recorded interview. If, my guess. Do I don't know. I don't, so? It could be. Yeah, I think I think they're probably gonna do the interview before. It could probably. Be. I can see that because it. I just. I
0: guess. Yeah, I can see that cuz I just don't see Kanye going twice like being there twice. Yeah,
1: he not going to do like a that live That don't make
0: like what is he going he going to leave and go back at 8? Like that just don't make sense nah. him and all that choir.
1: Yeah, I don't think he going to do a live interview. That's true. In front of everybody like that. I think it's going to yeah. be something recorded like hey, you know, this is my um conversation with Kanye. Mm-hmm. And because a lot of the churches do that too. Yeah. They they do an interview. My pastor did an interview with T.D. Jakes. And he he played in the church as recorded. a
4: service, yeah. Okay, I get so you. Yeah. my guess
1: it'd be something like that. I don't, I'm sure people would come to that just to see it, but yeah, people mainly you know who got the tickets For the to concert, see, yeah, that's yeah, gonna be a night. Yeah. I get you.
0: I know I know they were given first come. I mean, like, what was it? How do you? How am I trying to say this? Like the priority seating went to members of the church first. Mm-hmm. Priority ticketing. So I, I wonder how many tickets um members of the church were able to receive before the public could even get in.
2: I have no idea. But the point yeah. is, are you going? <laughs> would you go if you could?
1: I got the extra ticket.
0: I can't say that I would. <laughs> <laughs> I I really can't. Okay. I, I would I would have, I would tune in and listen after the fact. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that I gotta be there for that because I don't I still don't know. I, I don't know. You know. Went to this man's
2: know. show at Astroworld. You cheered for him. You got go, hyped but for it. That's the
0: thing. That's the thing, though. You, you didn't go for you him. You did follow God. You did follow God, but then you turn around and did can't tell me nothing.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not a negative song, is it? Can't tell me nothing. It's not about Jesus, but it's not I negative. I my
0: way to heaven. When I woke I spent that on a necklace.
2: Yeah, that's him talking. Oh, by the way, that's a good question, I told too.
0: I God I'll be back in a second.
2: <laughs> Do you think he actually did that? um because he wanted to or do you think he did that because figgy brought that up about the drake thing that he thinks tyler the creator had uh or might have asked drake to do some of the songs he did and that's why his set list for that camp flognaw thing was weird do you think that travis scott might have requested him to do a song like that because you know going off of all his quotes recently and what his pastor said, it sounds like he thinks rap is evil, and he didn't want to rap again unless it was about God.
0: Uh, I could see that song choice being, yeah, I could see that being a safe song selection mm-hmm. because it was very interesting to come after "Follow God," because otherwise, I don't know. I mean, he could have did Jesus walks. Yes, <laughs> like, and that so was I that was kind of a clean that was song too. Odd. Yeah, no, that song was great. Like, I that's why I just thought it was kind of odd that he could, he did, can't tell me nothing with all the contradictions of what he was saying and what he's living right now. So, I just, I don't know, I don't know. I still don't know about him and what he's doing. So, I can't say that I would want to be there in support of that. I'll figure it out with the with the common people, with the commoners. Okay. On the web. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Well, uh, he did appear at the uh, uh, Hughes, uh, Harris County uh, Jail today and did a Sunday service there.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw yeah, that.
2: So, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to convert the people to Houston and, <laughs> and save just, us. Oh, We're just not I, receiving it.
0: I would hate to be the person that is so against this, and he is pureheartedly like, trying to help y'all trying to help but Mm -hmm. i just he he's so like he's a walking contradiction so i just i don't know i don't know but so are most christians
2: so yeah yeah fair (laughs) enough yeah Laura jasmine um i know we we got you while, while you're sick but we really appreciate you joining the podcast regardless and updating us on how astroworld went
0: yeah, no problem. I was so confused. with CBS Radio was
2: calling me? I'm surprised you answered the phone, honestly, but I'm glad yeah. you did. <laughs> I almost <laughs> thought you wouldn't.
0: Uh, he was so, like, "Who am I speaking with?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> you sounded so proper, too. You must have. I yeah. knew you didn't know it was me, but <laughs> yeah,
0: no. I'm like, I don't know who this is. I thought it was
2: somebody yeah. like work, work. Yeah. Okay. Well, we would appreciate having you on, and uh, hope you better. feel better soon. We love you, you. and Thank hopefully, we'll y'all. see you next week.
0: right all right get some sleep
2: girl okay take care (laughs) uh so some somebody else made a surprise appearance at a a music festival and it didn't go as well as kanye's appearance did the billboard artist of the decade drake aubrey graham (laughs) showed up at camp flognaw which is a town of the creators uh annual festival Um, He usually has people that are kind of in his lane. He has people. Actually, this year was more mainstream than most. I think he had Uzi there. He had somebody else. I don't think it was Cardi. Somebody else that was kind of big. But he also had, I forget the set list. He had a bunch of, you know, those other people. Um, Alternative type of artists. Who else did he have there? Uh, Do you remember? No, I don't remember. Okay. A bunch of alternative artists. Uh, Point is, people expected a certain surprise artist to come through. Um, Frank Ocean had been releasing a whole lot of, well, some new music lately. You know, he's such a mysterious artist. You never know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And it's been a while since his last album came out. People are expecting a new album. He had been dropping uh, singles recently and I think people believed that he was gonna be at Camp Flognaw, considering his relationship with Tyler, the creator, and being an odd future back in the day and all that. People thought he was gonna show up at this festival as a surprise guest, as a closer. That didn't happen. Tyler brought somebody else out instead. That person was Drake. And it started off pretty well. But let let me let me play the audio and you guys can decide. Uh, how this we, you could hear if you haven't heard this yet, y'all could hear how this particular thing worked out. Hold on. Always
1: running with my motherfucking boys, but you gotta understand when it's yours, they don't really need your ass with a motherfucking choice, man. It's choice, choice. Love now, make some noise for yourself tonight. That's one way to stop people. From you know, doing it. make yourself. Make I'm gonna tell yourself. you. Like I said, I'm here for you tonight. If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. What's up? If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. No! <laughs> well, look, it's been love. I love y'all. I go by the name of Drake. Thank you for having me. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Oh, this is in the new audience.
2: I'm sorry, man. That, that's funny to me. Yeah. I know, okay, first off, a couple things here. I didn't think he was really getting booed. You know, I think there are some people booing. There are people who are kind of tired. He was kind of deep into a set list. And for somebody, for a audience that's not really into Drake type music, to have him out there and put out a whole set by himself.
1: I didn't even know what that song was. uh,
2: What song was that? Wu-Tang Forever, maybe? Yeah. He said it's yours at the end. Okay. I think that's the last song he
1: did. Yeah, I, you I, if, you can't perform that one.
2: Well, that's actually what I'm gonna bring up next. His set list was kind of questionable. But what was your rea- uh, initial reaction, Figgy, when you saw that Drake got booed off stage and had to introduce himself like he was an <laughs> opener? <laughs> they might go by the name to, of Drake.
1: Yeah, to me that shows you he's human because we put I think we put Drake at the top of the list where he's untouchable. Yeah. But um, to me, it shows you that he's really human. He, you know, he got this by push a T and that, you know, we can say, I mean, it didn't affect him, affect him, but it kind of hurt a little bit, show you that he was human. And then with him going to Tyler, the creator, because we know Drake as being a uh, universal type of rapper who can, Mm -hmm. who can sing, he can rap, he can be on this reggaeton type shit. But you know, going into Tyler's crowd, it was like he was a whole different artist for real, for real. And, um, yeah, to me, it show you that, um, he's a he, he's the best one of the best artists out right now. But he's a you know, he got he, he even Drake go through go through stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was it was kind of shocking to me, and it was funny. But um, I think I feel like he took it like a champ. He ain't get an attitude. He ain't. um, Yeah. He ain't overreact like a, you know, like a bitchy type of artist would. Yeah. So um, it kind of made me respect him a little more. Like he I feel like he took it on the chin and said, hey, you know, that went my night (laughs) and just kept it moving like that.
2: Yeah, I I agree. Um, It was very surprising, but also, and I found the lineup, by the way, so you, you can see why he got this kind of reaction from this crowd. The other artists that were here, they had Brock Hampton, Solange, YG to be fair, which is kind of more of a hood thing. But, but that 21, was in LA. yeah, 21 Savage as well, the baby. but he also had Most Deaf, uh, uh, also Yassine Bay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like that name change, but whatever. Um, and a whole lot of other, uh, her was here, Daniel Caesar was there, and some other more indie type of artists there as well and you know it being a tire of the creator show of course they're going to be more into the indie type scene or at least the more leaning towards indie even though these are mainstream artists here yeah so number one with the thing that surprised me is the fact that drake even showed up yeah um i kind of think it was him over hyping his own success mm. i think he thinks you know since he's so big and he is the biggest artist this decade let's be honest but he thinks that he's good anywhere. Yeah, and, and
1: can perform Wu-Tang Yes,
2: forever. yes. Um, but I'm kind of, there, there's two things. Number one, to be fair, the crowd was hyped when he came out. Mm. The crowd was hyped when he came out. You could hear it. They were excited. Um, the problem was they weren't expecting him to be the closer. They were still expecting Frank Ocean and they didn't get him. I think once Drake got so deep into a set list, they kind of realized this that, was the end. Yeah, yeah, and there wasn't going to be a Frank Ocean. Mm. But I can go ahead and read some reactions real quick. First off, what Drake said after it was kind of to what you said. Apparently, he hit up DJ Academics, who he kind of speaks through now for some reason. <laughs> Uh, an academic said he told him personally regarding the camp flogged not performance that it's a moment of humility which is always welcomed. And he also said it wasn't his night and he wasn't who they wanted to see.
1: So very, very, very I, I kinda wish we was somewhat like DJ academics who who people <laughs> like an artist could just go to them like, hey, can y'all you want this statement. out there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how out of all people, I, I, I guess don't know. he worked his ass off to get where he. He, at, but. he did,
2: he did, yeah. and the shit he was doing to get there is something I wouldn't do to get there. Yeah, the whole That's shit true. he was doing out Chicago, people in the drill, people and all that stuff. It was corn to me, but hey, get in how you fit in. I guess he got famous, so whatever. Yeah. Also, Tyler had a statement as well. Um, he got on Twitter. And I can read his entire little rant real quick. He kind of went on, went in on his own fans. He said, um, and he types in all caps. It's kind of annoying. (laughs) I thought bringing one of the biggest artists on the fucking planet to a music festival was fire. But flip side, a little tone deaf, knowing the specific crowd it drew some created a narrative in their head and acted out like assholes when it didn't come true. And I don't fuck with that. This nigga did feel no ways. The song is beautiful. Also, mostly everyone was having a good time. Those shits in the front area were the ones being mad rude, which I can see why. But nah, fuck that. Y'all represented me and flogged to, to my guests and made us look so entitled and trash. That shit was like mob mentality and cancel culture in real life. And I think that shit is fucking trash. Uh, what else did he say? Um, I, he talked about, he loved the song feel no ways. He thought that would never happen. He really did that for him and he appreciated it because he did not have to come at all and see our worlds come together. It was so great in theory, but he said he hopes everybody had a good time and everybody enjoyed it. There was a bullshit people who, you know, seemed like they enjoyed it. And he also said, uh, he also changed his, his, uh, little Twitter bio to the fact that he was embarrassed about his own fan base. Yeah, so Man. he he, I think he took it kind of hard. The fact yeah, wasn't that was it that bad? Here's the thing about Tyler, and that's kind of the greater issue with Tyler right now: his old content versus his new content. He came in the game as like the anti everything. Yeah, he was anti-mainstream. He was saying "fuck Bruno Mars." He was saying,
1: "I forgot about that." Yeah,
2: he went in on Bruno Mars and yeah. fucking Haley Williams, and he was like some Eminem shit basically. When Eminem yeah. came in dissing NSYNC sync and Backstreet he Boys, up to Emin- yeah, uh, too. yeah, and he definitely tried to model his early career like early Eminem. Yeah, and he was the anti everybody. The Tyler the creator of 2011 would definitely not have Drake, even if he could. Yeah. At his own festival because he he was anti everything mainstream. Yeah. Then something happened. He became really popular, really famous. He got industry friends, and now suddenly he's a popular. His album went number one. Yeah, you know Over DJ Khaled. Yes, so he is a mainstream artist, and he has a lot of friends. And I have to give it to him too because I think he's also grown musically to yeah. where he appreciates music from everybody now yeah you know back in the day i think he was like fuck i think if he could add bruno mars he would probably give props to bruno mars now yeah because he appreciates what he does musically yeah like tyler is actually a student of the game man if you hear an interview with him these days he actually studies music you could tell he listens pretty hard man
1: he know how to play the piano yes <laughs> and any nigga that know how to play the piano for real it's a smart dude yes
2: (laughs) i was watching an interview with nardwar and he was talking about you know all these albums this old stuff he listens to now and how he appreciates you know the the arrangements and the compositions and all this stuff and you can tell he just appreciates music now he's in a different space
1: yeah if you check out this album man it sounds smooth yeah it sounds really good like if if you ain't know him you'll be like damn this a good album yeah who is this guy
2: (laughs) (laughs) so i think the issue with him is like his old fan base and his new fan base and the old people the ones who stuck with him since day one i don't think a lot of them really grew into that i appreciate everything from everybody you know a lot of them probably still only like indie shit yeah for the most part yeah. So you bring out somebody like Drake and have them do a whole bunch of songs. Yeah. They ain't going to be that hype about it, man.
1: Yeah. And I think if you stuck in that indie type of way, I don't think you could. Uh, I don't think those type of people will branch off into the mainstream. Yeah. I think you all, if anything, they probably branch away from Tyler because a lot of the people that like indie type stuff once you get a little too popular, they let you go. Yeah. They say, oh, no, he, I used to like him back when he was in. Exactly. He way too mainstream. Everybody now. says that. Yeah. Jules. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, no. uh, I think Jasmine said it a few times too about. Some yeah. People.
1: Yeah. I, I said it a couple times too. She like liked
2: the old scissor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I agree with that. I also
2: have to question, cause I found the set list. He actually played. Um and and you can kind of see why the audience had this kind of reaction because we all know Drake has a bunch of hits, yeah. So I'm wondering maybe his intention was to go with some lesser known hits.
1: Yeah, I was about to say how many uh, actual charted hits did he perform?
2: He performed uh, nine things in total. Um, he started off with started from the bottom that okay. got everybody hype. Okay, of course, yeah, one of his biggest songs. Yeah. Then he went into the song Both with Gucci Mane.
1: I don't even remember that I think that that's song.
2: actually Gucci Mane's song.
1: Oh, okay. I don't even yeah. remember
2: that. So he did that second. Then he did Mob Ties. Then he did Going Bad with Meek Mill. Okay. Meek Mill wasn't there, but he did the song. Yeah. Then he did I'm Upset. Uh, he did upset, I'm upset, which nobody really yeah. liked or cared. I feel like they've
1: been pushing that
2: song way too much. That song was trash, man. Yeah. Honestly. Pusha T made fun of that song, and he kind of ended the whole thing like, Oh, you upset now, huh? <laughs> 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 so uh, um, next he did a mixed mash of songs, G'all Chester into trophies. Okay. Then forever. Then they know. Then hell yeah, fucking right. Then the motto, then know yourself. That was whole, uh, like a blend in one song, but he did a blend of all those in, in one. Which is cool. Those are big yeah. hits, so fair enough. Then he did energy, which is eh, yeah. kind of old, but energy, you know, okay. Yeah. Then he did Feel No Ways. And then he didn't know U- what that is uh, it was yeah. an album cut. I think I'll take care.
1: Yeah, no, that's my point. It's kind of yeah. like yeah.
2: Then he did Wu-Tang Forever. Now I like Wu-Tang Forever even though it's the worst named song in history yeah. because it's a love song but it got Wu-Tang in it. Yeah. But
1: that type of stuff you perform at your own show yes. where everyone
2: know your shit. That's not a hype song for people to get up to. I'm not, yeah. you know, on my feet cheering for Wu Tang forever when it's played during the show of a. Yeah. I, I didn't even pay for a Drake show. Yeah. So he ended with that. <laughs> he was supposed to go into um, something else next, but uh, yeah, a Hotline yeah. Bling was gonna be next, I think.
1: Oh, okay. Which
2: why not move that up? Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. So the the track list was questionable, man. I don't get why he chose those songs in particular. I
1: wonder did he choose it or did um. I want. I don't think Tyler choose. The, no, I'm. I'm just trying to find a different reason why he would choose that at somebody else festival.
2: I think he did feel no ways for Tyler because I think Tyler must have mentioned that he loved that song. Yeah. And he said probably I'll show some love and do it for you. Yeah, but the other ones, man, I don't get. You know, Drake has so many hits. So yeah. many more recent hits, too. The people actually been bumping in the radio for a while. Yeah. I don't get why he went. Maybe he thought that this kind of crowd would like those songs more.
1: And see, that's why I was wondering. that. I wondered did Tyler pick the album cut type of songs? Because I know a lot of people that do, who host their own festival, and they get certain artists to come. Yeah. Be like, hey, uh, can you do this one? Mm-hmm. Or they kind of put in a request. And I, I feel like Travis Scott might, no, nah, I don't know. I was about to say, maybe Travis Scott maybe told Kanye to do, you know, Can't Tell Me Nothing or something. He might maybe have. that was his favorite song. He yeah. said, hey, you got to perform that. So that's why I was wondering, uh, I know Tyler ain't do the whole playlist, but the the Wu-Tang Forever, I wonder if Tyler really liked that song and said, hey, can you do that
2: one? <laughs> I don't know, man. But to uh, if you see the video of Tyler during Drake's show, during Drake's performance, he was really feeling it. Like, he was mm. having a great time. Mm. So I think he really did enjoy that performance and yeah. the songs that were being played. But he was, like, really the only one mm. after a certain point. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Um, like Tyler said himself, it was a little tone deaf giving the audience. Yeah. But it's just really surprising to me seeing Drake, of all people, get that kind of response. Has anybody on the level of Drake ever gotten that bad of a response at a show?
1: No, and the more I think about it now, it might not not even be Drake. It might be for the simple fact that they knew it was over and they knew it wasn't no Frank. Yeah. So it could have been just, you know, it could have been anybody up there. It could have been, I don't want to say Jay-Z because I don't think that happened to Jay-Z. You never Mm -hmm. know, but it could have been another big artist and could have got that boo treatment because it wasn't no Frank.
2: But that's also what I think is kind of crazy, too. In what world is Drake getting booed? Because you're waiting for Frank Ocean.
1: <laughs> that sound like but you gotta think about it, the, the people at that festival was probably our future fans. Oh yeah. So they probably was anticipating, you know. And plus, you know, Frank got that whole "Where is Frank" thing where yeah. he disappeared, and he know their friends, and he been releasing releasing music. So they probably had this. Um, this thing where they like, oh, he's going to make an appearance. I know he's coming. I know mm-hmm. he's coming. And Drake come out, and you realize it's about the end. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, damn. Like, man, this shit. Like, I'm pissed. So it could have been something like that. It, it might not have been Drake, you know, booing Drake, but mm-hmm. probably just. It, that's Maybe that's why Tyler was so upset, too. Maybe he kind of felt like they was booing the show overall because he didn't have Frank.
2: I think he was upset that people made that narrative, but I also kind of feel like that's kind of his fault and the festival's fault for having surprise guests in the first place. Yeah. You know, if you don't want people to guess who's going to show up, then announce everybody who's going to be there. Yeah. Don't have any surprises
1: because people are still going to come. People yeah. ain't going to look like, Oh, he ain't got Frank. I ain't going.
2: Exactly. So I, I don't get why. And then I don't get why you keep an artist as big as Drake, you know, silent period. But it was just kind of like, I don't know. Frank Ocean is one of those most like super mysterious artists. I think he's only done like 14 live performances in his whole career. Yeah. So I guess I could understand why somebody would be excited to see him because it's so rare and he's so mysterious. But it's still kind of funny to me, man. Yeah. Seeing Drake get booed in favor of Frank Ocean. (laughs) you know, who has no mainstream hits at all, and most yeah. people probably don't even know who he is, honestly.
1: Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to think of somebody who would get booed um, over another artist like that. Maybe, like, say, for, if it was, like, Andre 3000,
4: mm-hmm.
1: you think think, uh, and everybody's anticipating he was coming out instead of Frank Ocean. you think Drake would get booed over that? I'm trying to think of an artist that's not yeah. as... Uh. I,
2: I don't know. See, because I think of it in this perspective. I'm, trying I'm to think like, of
1: a rare artist that never really performed <sighs> that will, um, that, you know, even the biggest artist is like, down. like they want, they rather him than me.
2: <laughs> if Big Boy had a festival and he had surprise guest artists and Andre 3000 didn't show up, but he brought out Drake instead, I think Drake would probably get the same response. Yeah. So I think it matters. You have to take into context who's holding the the event. Yeah. And who's the surprise guest. Yeah. So but it's all it's just funny thinking that this is a Michael Jackson of our era, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. But you can't imagine Michael Jackson getting booed anywhere if he's brought out as a surprise. Yeah. yeah. Remember he came out to Summer Jam with Jay Z and Dame Dash? Yeah, I
1: remember that. He yeah. didn't even perform shit. Yeah. He and just the crowd came went out nuts. and they went crazy. Yeah.
2: So, Drake is the biggest artist of this decade, <laughs> but he's getting booed because they waiting for another nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Somebody that's not as big as Drake. He, not nearly as big as Drake. <laughs> so, I don't... It's just funny to me, man. It's just, this generation interesting, is... interesting, man. It really is.
1: It show you how nerdy they are, too. Yeah. That's some nerd-ass shit, man. Uh, yeah,
2: I I don't know, because people were dissing the crowd and saying, oh, these hipsters just don't appreciate Drake. Drake should have known his audience, man. Like, yeah. I I don't know if they're nerdy, but it's more so like if you're in that environment where you're seeing all those artists, you don't feel like listening to Drake songs, man.
1: But you shouldn't s- want to ask your world. But see, if when if Drake performed earlier instead of the last set, maybe he probably wouldn't have got booed like that. Oh, probably not yeah just but his
2: ego would only allow him to go on yeah, last that's yeah, the thing that,
1: yeah that's true but i was just thinking if it was like little uzi yeah or um i was trying to think maybe i was gonna say earl sweatshirt but i don't know if they'll boo earl sweatshirt because no, that's no. kind of like no, that's, that's our future that's, yeah
2: yeah so, so,
1: yeah i don't know i yeah i think he just got caught in the fire and got that smoke now yeah. that i think about it <laughs>
2: So, like, I, I did get that part correct that Drake and Kanye weren't going to be there at World together. Yeah. Um, I did think Drake would go to World though. Um, I wonder why he didn't. I don't know what came up. I don't know if he was asked to go to Astroworld. And yeah. I do kind of wonder, in my mind, was he asked and then he said no because I told Tyler I would do Camp Flognaw. I wonder if he regrets that now, because that would be a huge moment if he came out in astral World with Kanye.
1: Yeah, and that's the other thing too. He was just in Houston. Yes. So to me, that made the most sense. Yes. And um the only thing is I think it's too early for them to make up like yeah, that. Yeah,
2: I think that was the issue.
1: Yeah, like that beef was pretty real, man. Yeah. A lot of people might not think that, but it was a real beef. So I ain't see them making up that quick like that at Astral World. So I, I think it got to be somebody bigger to put yeah. them two on the stage like that. No disrespect to um Travis, but I think it got to be like an OG putting them two together. Like, hey.
2: Jay Prince or somebody.
1: <laughs> it got to be Jay Prince, man. I think only Jay Prince could do something like that. Yeah, clean out this pig pen real quick.
2: <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think that Drake would have went if Kanye didn't show up. Honestly, I, I think Kanye showing up is what made Drake not want to go. And this is all speculation. Of course, we don't know what happened
1: because what day was this Tyler uh, festival?
2: It was the day. Uh, Asher was Saturday. Yeah. Uh, now was
1: Sunday. Oh, OK, yeah, he could have did both
2: technically, but it would have been a huge. I mean, they got rehearsals and shit for this stuff, man. He got to prepare. So I don't I don't know. Well, I don't think they did rehearsals, but I don't I mean, know if you could have did both. I don't know. He technically probably could have, but I don't know. I think know. it's
1: possible because them tours, they be going from one city to another city to another city. Yeah. So I think it was possible, especially with Drake not actually doing the show. He yeah. appearing. So I think that would have been possible, but um, yeah, yes, yeah, so I I definitely think Kanye being there is like a for sure no, like all right, yeah, yeah I can't do it. Like it's it's all good, bro. I will catch you next time, but <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think that beef is still real for him, so Yeah. I don't know, we'll see. Um so fucking man, enough of that. We got a whole lot of other shit to talk about. Um other news that came out this week. Kodak Black has been officially sentenced to 46 months in prison. Um I think this is stemming from a gun charge or something. Uh what's this yeah. for? That was, Firearms that, charges. that was at that yeah. Rolling
1: Loud or whatever that shit happened in um, Florida. Yes. It was around that time.
2: But he also has two other pending gun charges, which you might get uh, additional time for.
1: Yeah, I see. I seen something that said two 30-year sentences.
2: Yeah. I don't know if he'll get that much, but I think he'll be gone for a while, honestly. Damn. Even if he gets on parole or probation, it is. Yeah. I think he's, he's locked up for a minute. It's messed up, man. So, and it kind of, I mean, I think Kodak is one of those people who had to learn the hard way. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't see this happening any other way. Like he was just too ignorant to be out. He made a bunch of poor decisions,
1: (laughs) decisions, man. He
2: was too ignorant to have this type of money and fame. He got to yeah. be home in a little bit. I hate to say it because I don't like to see any man who's, you know, not killing somebody go to prison.
1: He seemed like but, a smart guy, though. Like yeah. He seemed like a talented guy. I, I think he would have been a guy like a um, 21 Savage who eventually got it together and became a make a dope project where he's yeah. actually talking about something. But um, I don't think you're going to get that chance now.
2: Yeah. I don't know man uh, I don't, don't want to say it's unfortunate I guess it kind of is unfortunate man but you, sometimes you got to learn the hard way so Kodak going to be doing some time you know I'm sure there's going to be a free Kodak campaign coming out soon everybody going to act like even though niggas talking like they hate them because of the Lauren London shit yeah. I guarantee you a year from now everybody going to be talking about how they miss Kodak Black Yeah. so yeah Damn, we'll man. see <laughs> Um, other shit that happened this week Jay-Z's in trouble again. Uh Let's ring the alarm. (laughs) Play the people's court theme. Let me get my shit. Jay-Z has found himself in the middle of some other shit going down with the NFL, of course. Yes. A bit of a pickle. That's funny. Let me see. This is my right music. Yes. Yes. Sean Corey Carter. (laughs) Is, I don't want to say he's on a cancellation tour because I think people have already kind of canceled him.
1: I think <laughs> <laughs> Did they really cancel him? I think he's on a heat tour.
2: We, we don't really know yet because he hasn't he put ha- out anything for us to cancel him for. I think if But he do the press p- has been bad.
1: Yeah, I think if he do put out something, I think people still, still won't get it.
2: But think about this, though, because... A few months ago, he was announced by Forbes as the first hip-hop billionaire. Yeah. People were talking about him being president one day. The press was very good for (laughs) Jay-Z. Yeah. And now, after this NFL deal, it's been very, 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 very bad. Yeah. And it's gotten a little bit worse. So, if you haven't heard, um, Colin Kaepernick is scheduled to have a NFL workout this week, um, this weekend, actually. It was kind of last-minute the moment type shit. The NFL announced it. They said that uh, he will have an open workout and a bunch of teams will attend. They were going to announce exactly who was attending at first and how many executives and coaches. Then they said, we're not going to announce the executives and coaches that are in, are coming because there's not going to be a whole lot of them because it's on a Saturday, yeah. the day before a game. Yeah. So I think if there was a list of teams that are attending. The Patriots are one of them. A um, few other ones, too. It, it jumped from, like, 12 teams to, like, 24 teams. Yeah, oh, kind of overnight. <laughs> so, it's like you don't know who they're sending. They could send a fucking ball boy yeah. or something random-ass scout.
1: And, and I think a lot of these teams sending them just for the, say, hey, we're yeah, checking of course. them out. Yeah, I of course. Need, See, yeah.
2: we're not colluding. See, we're yep. having him throw the ball for us a little bit, and mm-hmm. we're going to watch it. We're him.
1: checking them out.
2: Yes, So um, the reason why Jay-Z's name is being brought up in this is because Dan Patrick, who is not really like a shock jock, you know, he's been in the NFL media, a fairly reliable source. Um, He's saying that Jay-Z put pressure on the commissioner to have this Kaepernick workout because according to Dan Patrick's source, Jay-Z said that he took a reputational bullet for the commissioner when they had that press conference and about his new role with the NFL, mm-hmm. which he did. And Patrick also said he was going to help with the entertainment for the halftime and all this stuff, and the source said that Jay-Z was pressuring the commissioner to do the, to do the right thing and have the work out for Colin Kaepernick and that basically he doesn't want to be viewed as a sellout. So, <laughs> yeah, this is not a good look for jay because Jay started the whole thing by saying this whole thing is not about Colin Kaepernick having a job. Mm -hmm. Now he is pressuring the NFL to have a, you know. So he could get a job. Yes. Yeah. So it kind of – look, I say we're a pro Jay-Z podcast. Yeah. But some of this stuff is hard to defend, man. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this? Because to be fair – Um, Dan Patrick also said today, he said, I've been in touch with other, with other sources who say that any Jay-Z narrative seems like another distraction to take away from the opportunity, 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 I've been drinking, man. I can't fucking talk (laughs) the opportunity facilitated by the NFL for Colin Kaepernick. So basically some people think this is a distraction for Colin Kaepernick getting a job by saying, Oh, Jay-Z is just doing it for himself. So, I don't know who to believe here. He's reporting both sides, and it's kind of sketchy. Yeah. But what do you think about this initial reporting? Do you think Jay-Z's uh, at fault?
1: Um, I wouldn't say Jay-Z's at fault, but uh, because I appreciate what he's doing, because ain't nobody else doing it. Ain't nobody else trying to help cap, I guess. But – it's, it seemed like he's trying to clean up his mess from the fir- from the beginning yes uh saying oh yeah it's not about cap, and we you know we're trying to move forward all this other stuff but now he seemed like he's trying to get the monkey off his back and I don't know it's just seemed weird man like I I I can't really complain because like I say ain't nobody else stepping in that and he decided to step in that so I can't I can't fault him from that but it just don't look right you know like a lot of people do good things, and you know when somebody do good things, you kind of feel better. You like, yeah, that's good. He's he's doing that. He's taking up for this person and that. I just never had that good feeling about this the whole time. Yeah. And um, I mean, it sucked that Kaepernick still going through this bullshit, but um, to me, it even looked crazier that you know Cap is going with this. I guess. Yeah. Like to me, this will defeat the whole purpose like i understand he want to play and all this other stuff if you want to play play mm-hmm. but just the whole narrative that they had us trying to boycott the nfl and not watch it and all this other stuff it's like what i mean what did we get across once you get back in the league do we still watch it because it's still innocent black man getting killed <laughs> you know what i mean unarmed man getting killed so what was the whole purpose of this now Like, you got your job, you made a profit, you're good now. So, are we supposed to just watch the NFL like it never happened now? Well, I mean... So, I I mean, I feel like we don't have a narrative now. What's the narrative? It started from one thing, and it got way off base. mm -hmm. So, I don't even know what the hell we boycott now.
2: I think the idea... right now, the only people who have a a real problem with the NFL and are boycotting are doing it because Colin Kaepernick was blackballed for, you know, the anthem protest or whatever you want to call it. I know there's another technical term. I like to call it a uh, (laughs) statement or whatever. I don't care. He kneeled during the anthem and he got blackballed from the NFL for it. Yeah. And people are upset about that. I don't know if... If he does get a job that makes everything all honky dory and everybody cool with everything the NFL does, but um, I like you, I am surprised that Colin Kaepernick is actually doing this. People have called out, including his boy Eric Reed, you know, basically said this is a you know a farce. It's a
1: PR, stunt. yeah, a
2: PR stunt. Because basically, if a team wants to bring you in, they bring you in for a workout. You don't work out for them. Like you have a own separate thing with everybody watching. Yeah. If a team wants to bring Colin Kaepernick in, they say, hey, come into camp. We'll test you out. And if you're good, you know, we're going to sign you. Mm -hmm. It does not happen like this ever, you know, where you have an open demonstration for everybody in the NFL just to watch you and decide if they want to take you. It's very odd. It does seem like a PR stunt. Um, Kaepernick, I'm kind of – I'm a little more critical of him now. I kind of feel like he wants his name to keep being yeah. in the news a little bit. I, I think when he puts out those videos of saying, I've gone this many days without employment in the NFL, and he has a workout video, like, we know you're in yeah. shape. We know you can play. You ain't got to make a, a PR video about it. We we still know, Kaling. We ain't forget forgot about you. Yeah. So I kind of feel I, – I don't know. I don't know what the That's purpose right. of this is. I do – I got to call Jay-Z out, man. I do (laughs) think he's trying to do this. I think he floated because before Dan Patrick made this report, we heard that Jay-Z by Ian Robert Port and some other people said it too. Jay-Z has some influence in making this workout happen. Yeah, he pressured
1: uh, Roger Cadell to make this happen.
2: And people were saying, yeah, that's what you do. You're changing things from the inside, see. I, I saw that on Twitter. People were getting excited that, oh, see, I told y'all. All the people yeah. who were defending Jay-Z were like, I told y'all he was going to change things. Yeah. So I definitely kind of feel like he put that information out there. Whether he did or not, I have no idea. But I feel like he wanted the credit for this workout happening. Yeah. And it kind of blew up in his face. Because mm-hmm. now it looks like he's just trying to be an opportunist and help his own self-image. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Yeah. It's a dice situation.
1: <laughs> how you feel about Eric Reed? I feel like he'd been kinda um consistent with his feelings about this stuff. Yeah. Because he I mean he was kind of blackballed too at one point. Yeah. And um I think still to this day, because he mentioned how he get drug tests like every week or something yeah, crazy like that. And um everything he say, he's consistent with and he never backed down. So, um, I kind of ride with Eric Reed a little bit, man. Yeah, me too. He stayed
2: solid, man. Yeah, a lot of stuff he said,
1: yeah, and it's, you know, I understand where uh, where people be talking crazy, but, like, when that stuff first popped off with the Jay-Z thing, he was just like, man, it don't make any sense, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's not what we did this for, and, like, I kind of ride with him a little bit, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, he stayed solid and consistent, man, and... You know, someone like a Michael Bennett, I feel like he went to the Cowboys and he stopped kneeling for the anthem. You know, yeah. he stands up now. So I kind of <laughs> lost some faith in him and people like that. But Eric Reed has been solid, man. He's kept, you know, stayed true. He hasn't censored anything. He said how he feels about the Colin Kaepernick stuff. And I don't know, man.
1: Yeah. And the, and the one thing I hate, too, a lot of people always try to attack him like, oh, you talking about this, but you getting a check from the NFL. Yeah. Like, people want to play. Like, just because he feels a certain type of way don't mean he don't want to play football. Yeah. Like, he can still play if he want to. That's his
2: profession, man. That's yeah, what he's been doing his whole the, life to do. Yeah,
1: he's been doing that his whole life. Mm-hmm. So, he got to stop playing now. So, um, yeah, he that's the part of, I guess, standing up for your rights and yes. speaking out about it. He using his platform because if he wasn't playing, honestly, I don't know if he have a platform. The platform he yeah. have now.
2: No, probably not.
1: Yeah, I mean, not. He, he wasn't college I mean, he was very good, mm. but he wasn't Colin Kaepernick. He wasn't
2: a quarterback. Yeah, so he's not he going to get face that franchise. franchise. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, yeah, I respect him still playing and collecting the check and stuff, and still, you know, um, you know, sharing his beliefs.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um. I want to think the best of Hove at all times, of course, but yeah. cause he's the best rapper of all time. But every time some shit like this happens, I lose a little more faith, man. <laughs> I'm like, I kind of feel like he should just remove himself from the NFL deal mm. at this point is doing nothing but bad for him. You know, there has not been one good solid story that came out of his deal with the NFL. We thought the halftime show would at least be lit. But now we got j and Shakira, and who gives a fuck about them? Yeah. Well, people do, but not us. Yeah. So, like, I don't see any evidence of anything changing, you know, it's all the stuff seems superficial. And I don't think he has really any power within the NFL to change anything. Yeah. And he's just doing this as a business deal for himself that's profitable. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's not a good look, man.
1: Yeah, and it's bad timing because if it was before the whole kneeling thing, it would have been great. it would have yeah. been a great deal. Yeah, and I think it. I think it's still a great deal for. Yeah, for him. For yeah, black, yeah, for you know a uh, uh, rap artist to get that type of deal with the NFL. Yeah, but, I guess. But the circumstances, it, it just don't look right. It really don't look right.
2: Yeah. Jay Z got to make a new album.
1: <laughs> he, 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 he I'm sure he will back. address this. Oh, too. definitely, definitely. You not address us talking about this shit. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know what's
2: gonna happen here. I don't know if Colin Kaepernick's gonna get on with the team. I still highly doubt it, just because of how they feel about him and how they almost cost he almost cost them everything, seemingly. Yeah. With the whole Trump thing and yeah, that's another thing too. There's an election coming up soon. Yeah. I don't think they want Trump using the NFL as a propaganda piece uh, again yeah. to get himself reelected, which is I think why, in part, why they don't get Colin Kaepernick on a team. Yeah, because that's an easy target for somebody like Trump to yeah. go at and get voters, and you know, so yeah, yeah, I don't it's, know, man.
1: It's weird because I feel like if a team take a chance and just have him on a roster, I feel like that can bring some good. To- to their team, or kind of bring some light to it a little bit, because uh, just think, of, just think about Nike mm-hmm. when they released that Kaepernick ad. That could have went left field, where it's like, oh, it's bad, and all this other stuff. Yeah, but it actually made their stock rise a little bit. Yeah, and crazy as it sounds, more people start supporting Nike after that.
2: Football's different, so, man. So
1: yeah, that's why I was wondering. Like, I feel like if I a, 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 a um, I don't want to say the Browns, but some type of team that decides to take a man as a backup mm-hmm. like people would support and buy that jersey and say, "Yeah, I respect this team for at least giving them a chance. And if he fail on his own and don't succeed, that's kind of on him. but that, that team did give him a chance
2: That's true. I think they could make some money with merchandise, but the truth of the matter is, man, the NFL crowd, the general audience probably leans more towards right, right wing, more middle class to upper wealthy. The ones who actually attend the games, you know, and get the suites and all that. They're probably going to be Republican. They're probably going to be, you know, middle to upper class in terms of wealth. And if they boycott, there's a problem, you know, whereas if niggas who only watch on TV don't watch on TV anymore, that's not a big deal for the team itself. But yeah. if the actual people going to the game start boycotting because Colin Kaepernick's there, that's a problem. And I'm not defending it. I'm just yeah, no, saying what they think.
1: Yeah, see, I would have thought that before the Nike ad. But when they did the Nike ad.
2: because how? I, but how much is a Nike shirt versus a, a ticket to a game?
1: But that's a bit sponsored in the NFL, though. Yeah. It yeah. yeah, and Nike didn't take a hit off of that. Yeah. So that's why I was wondering. Um, like, I, I don't know if it's. It, it it will work, but if a team decides to at least take him in and maybe give him a chance, and if he don't do good, then it, it it look worse on him to me.
2: Yes, and that's another reason why I think he should never play.
1: Yeah, because it's like, see, he was bad. That's yes. why we ain't sign, that's why we ain't signed him. Man, all
2: it take is one bad pass. Yeah,
1: like, see, yeah, you know. But if he actually do good, people are gonna be talking about that. If he actually come in and. Be old Kaepernick. Do you
2: think if he came in, the black lineman would be a little less inclined to sack him?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> will you be viewed as a sellout if you sack Colin Kaepernick on his first Man. game back?
1: <laughs> Man, shit.
2: I kind of feel like, remember Space Jam when Michael Jordan was playing baseball and the <laughs> fucking catcher was helping him out? <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah. be Colin Kaepernick's first game back. They'd be trying to help him out, like, hey, we going to run this defense and play right here. So,
1: yeah. be ready for hey, if I was a lineman, I'm like, man, we got to make him look good. Right. <laughs> like, we got ball. Like, if I was a receiver, I'm like, All right, I got to catch this.
2: Oh, man. Otherwise,
1: you're going to be out the league.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I, I feel like people. Uh, the d- defensive players would be scared to be called coons for <laughs>
1: attacking
3: <laughs> Colin
2: Kaepernick,
1: talking shit to Capri.
2: Yes. Oh man, that would be hilarious. just imagine
1: if somebody like a Ray Lewis was still in the league. <laughs> like, boy, you are gonna be back out the league, boy?
2: <laughs> oh, he'll definitely get some shit to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's crazy situation, man. I don't know what's gonna happen. I I never know. I hope
1: he I hope he don't play, man. Me I'm too. I'm at the point honestly. where yeah, he just need to ride off in the sunset. Yeah. I mean, I hate that it happened like this. But I think if he really want to stand for, you know, what he really believe in mm-hmm. and he f- really feel this way about the NFL, he need to just, uh, just go another route. Exactly.
2: And, and it's possible that he might not be good enough to be a starting quarterback. Yeah, He might be good enough to be. I'm sure he's going to he be like, a backup How old is he? I,
1: he kind of uh, getting up there now. Let
2: me see. How oh, old
1: is Colin Kaepernick?
2: I want to say he like maybe 30. He is in his thirties. He's thirty two. Oh, he's my age. Yeah. Um, he's thirty two. So he's not old, old, especially for a quarterback. But, you know, his skills did decline after his first injury. Like he was never back in that Super Bowl form after that. So yeah. I don't know, man. Like I he he's his legs are fresh. He's been, had some time off, but it, Also, he's kind of rusty because he's only been playing, you know, practice minutes. So,
1: yeah,
2: I don't know, man. And
1: there ain't no telling because the NFL is kind of funny. Yeah. Because look at Baker Mayfield this year. Last year he was all right. This year they had the whole hype and all that stuff. And Baker making all these comments about different players. And um, Tennessee, they came in that first game trying to kill Baker. Mm -hmm. So, ain't no telling. They might – Try to do the same thing with Kaepernick. Don't defense might be like, oh yeah, he did this. He You think so. I think so. I don't think they're
2: gonna be extra motivated to attack Colin Kaepernick. I
1: think them I think they're gonna be extra motivated to shut that down. Really? I think so. Defensive players. Uh, maybe not the maybe not some of the players. They might be happy for him, but they don't want to get shitted on by Kaepernick. Him coming. <sighs> I ain't gonna say out of retirement, but Him coming back at 32 years old who ain't played in in a few years.
2: I don't think that's – I think if there was any motivation, I think some players on the defensive end would say, okay, this is my chance to make myself look good against a guy who's been out the league for years now and hasn't really played the game. Like, this is my time to shine. Mm -hmm. I don't think they would be like, oh, let's get this fool out of here. I think it would be more like, well, fuck it. I can look good here because this guy it probably sucks now, <laughs> and I can get a fat contract out this game, maybe. So let me try to go hard.
1: But just imagine him going against somebody like a Joey Bosa or Nick. But Bo- who who was the uh, yeah white guys God would try hard. to kill him. That's what I say. Just imagine, yeah, just imagine somebody like a Nick Bosa who yeah. was heavy J. J., J. J. White, pro if he was
2: playing. He would go hard.
1: <laughs>
2: JJ, you would, trying to
1: call him a Trump supporter?
2: Oh, come on, man.
1: Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> 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 I ain't saying none of this. Look, man, we we I know, know JJ Watt is God down here. Oh, and- of course hey, he, he is. Thing.
2: Of course he is. I'm not <laughs> saying that makes him a a yeah. terrible person. Yeah. But look, come on, man he fight for this country (laughs) come on man (laughs) but anyway um before we both get fired yeah uh (laughs) uh, so yeah i don't know how this colin kaepernick thing ends but like i said it's not looking good for jay-z he might as well just end this shit after this season and say you know fuck it cut ties start all over and do something else at this point but this has been bad business so far for him yeah I'm thinking about what to talk about first. <laughs> Fucking man. Summer Walker. I know we've been, even though we don't listen to Summer Walker at all, really on its podcast. Yeah. I know you heard her new album. Yeah. We talked about it last week. Yeah. Um, we touched on the fact that she is basically has she has social anxiety and she is not really doing her meet and greets the way fans would like her to considering that they're paying a good extra amount to do it. You know, she said she has social anxiety. Well, t- this week she explained why she doesn't touch fans or a hug or anything, or she doesn't really do a whole lot at these meet and greets. She made a statement because she was getting roasted on <laughs> social media. She made a statement on Instagram saying this. She said, I just want to say to all the fans who purchased meet and greets, I really appreciate y'all taking the extra time to meet me and share your stories. I tell everyone individually. Thank you. I spread love. We laugh and I give genuine compliments. Now for those who are upset because I don't give hugs, I don't know what to tell you. I'm an empath. And that transference of energy from that many people each day will literally kill me. <laughs> Y'all may not understand what I'm talking about, but for example, There's a lot of people out here faking the funk with a smile on their face like they got it together. But inside you're actually suffering from some sort of traumatic experience, a loss, depressed, fearful, envious, or whatever the case may be, but I can feel it. So I ask you, please respect my space in those moments. (laughs) So she doesn't hug fans at the meet and greets because she's scared of getting their negative energy transferred into her because she is what you call an empath So, for the people who don't know, it kind of includes me. Let's define what an empath is. is So, I know empathy, but let's look at what an empath is supposed to be. An empath is defined as a person with the paranormal paranormal ability to apprehend the mental or emotional state of another individual. So it kind of sounds like an X Man, like one of the X Men. Oh, empath over here can feel what you're feeling just by touching you. Yes. Is this a good excuse, Figgy? Do you buy this shit?
1: Um, I don't think it's a good excuse, man. I think she should have. Um, she, I think she went about this the whole like a wrong way. She should have. Like, I get it. Some people have those problems. Some people get anxiety and all this stuff. Some people get tired from touring. We talked, I think we talked about it last week. That's one of the reasons I kind of don't want to rap like that. I don't Mm want to be a full time rapper. I don't want to go on tour every night and deal with a whole bunch of people every single night like that. Yeah. But, um, are
2: you scared of getting their energy by
1: touching them? No. (laughs) No. I just, um, yeah, like, as an artist, you got to be prepared to do all that. And some nights, you ain't going to be able to sleep. Some nights, you know, you're going to be up 24 hours, but you still got to sit there and smile and deal with people. Yeah. So I just think it was one of them nights, or maybe she could be like this for good, I mean, all the time. But I think it was one of them nights where she was just being an asshole and they want to deal with nobody because everybody – been to places where they ain't want to be, or they ain't feel like doing. it. I, I seen a lot of people in the industry who had to make an appearance for something because they was getting paid or money was on the line,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and they ain't want to be there. So they was just there, just you know, giving you the stink face a little bit, or yeah. being half assed with it. A lot of people do interviews. You, we could tell when people don't want to do an interview. Yes, and they just kind of half ass it. They sure they an asshole with it. So I think it was just one of those times and um some fans called her out for it.
2: It could be, ma'am, but the fact that she went out and with this goofy ass excuse <laughs> like and the problem is people are actually defending it. Yeah, it's people are of- saying, Oh, you don't know about an empath? Like it's real. I'm like, yeah. okay, first, the horoscope shit, I ain't seen
1: nobody def- uh, say that. I've seen that. Damn.
2: Yeah, and not only just that, this became a bigger debate. That's why I'm bringing <laughs> this up, because I know we talked about this girl before, but um, she also canceled tour dates, um, saying that she is struggling with her social anxiety, which I don't even know why you're going to tour in the first place if you have severe social anxiety, but whatever. So she canceled a bunch of her remaining tour dates, and she also posted a picture of her altar. An altar is something that people who are involved in witchcraft, they usually have a altar, like a desk or some kind of setting where they put a whole bunch of, you know, magical trinkets, statues, little, uh, gems, jewels, all this stuff. Um, and she showed that off mm. and one lady tweeted and she said, no more summer Walker for me. Cause I don't do witches. <laughs> this spun off into a huge debate with women believing in witchcraft and saying that, this is the original African religion.
1: I heard that. Uh, <laughs> I heard that years ago. man. Yes.
2: They, they're they saying, <laughs> Oh, you believe in white Jesus, but you don't believe in the, uh, uh, the, the voodoo stuff from our past and our real history in Africa.
1: Yeah. I heard about that. I, I we actually had an argument about this back when I was, um, going to a community college back really? in Cleveland. Yeah. Cause I was taking an acting class and I forgot how it came up, but, um, First of all, I thought voodoo and witchcraft was two different things.
2: They, uh, well.
1: Are they two different? I, I don't know. Voodoo,
2: I but, think, is like Jamaican type of witchcraft. Yeah. But it's more like sacrificing animals and stuff. I don't think yeah. witchcraft really goes that far into it.
1: Okay, yeah. It, it, uh, our argument was about voodoo. Yeah. And honestly, man, me growing up, I thought voodoo and r- witchcraft was the same shit. hmm But, um. Yeah, it was a big argument because somebody mentioned, like, oh, I'm gonna do that voodoo shit, that devil shit. And um, this guy got real offended. He, like, no, voodoo, he come from the motherland and that's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it, it sparked a big debate about that. So um, it's just funny hearing people bringing that shit up. Yeah, no, it became a huge debate.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Women
1: like that type of shit, they though. They do. They do It's funny I don't know if you watch American Horror Story Mm -mm -mm. But it's a season It's a um, witchcraft Or voodoo season Where it's nothing But witches in it And it's mainly uh, A women cast It's like an all star Women cast Yes And that's every chick's Favorite season They're like Oh yeah That's the best season And it was just so raw And blah 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 I'm like man I personally didn't like That season All like that But you do you boo
2: yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like this is like the natural progression of bleeding and stuff like astrology. You <laughs> yeah. eventually end up to all the magical stuff yeah. and witchcraft is kind of part of it.
0: Like I, yeah. I'll,
2: my, my mom is into that kind of stuff, honestly. Mm. and at first I was like, I was a kid once you got into it, so I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. Now I'm like, um, yeah. believe what you want to believe, but it's not really for me. Yeah, But I don't know about it being our, like just because Africans believed in it doesn't mean that it's true. Yeah, that, or that's <laughs> the right way. Yeah, I'm not saying Christianity is exactly true just because you know white people believe in it. But I don't know. I I think it's all kind of in our imaginations, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's whatever so, you believe. Exactly. That's I think that's the whole um, purpose of it. Exactly. It's your belief. it's, uh, it's a myth. Yeah. So if if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. There's no right or wrong answer, I guess.
2: But that the the thing about witchcraft is, if you don't believe in it and you're a Christian or any other religion, you are not going to entertain anything about it. Yeah,
1: that's devil stuff uh, to a Christian. They kind of yeah, they don't want you around.
2: If you're a Christian and you meet a Jewish person, you can accept them. Yeah, or any other a religion Catholic, that believes in a god, even the Muslim. Yes. At some point,
1: I know they had their differences too, but yeah, even at some point they could tolerate them.
2: But but witchcraft is something. If you're a yeah. Christian, you do not mess with that at all, man. You're yeah. like scared of it almost. Yeah, you know. So even interesting. Pe-
1: even people that say they're atheists, mm-hmm. they just it's just like, oh no, that's no oh, like. No, oh, that's it. You going yeah. to hell type thing. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I yeah. don't know, man. It's I don't, I don't want to sound like a, a female, but that's shit too much energy, man. Yeah. I, I ain't got time. Like, I don't care what you do, man. Like, long as you a good person. If you a good person, I can tolerate it. Exactly. And long as you don't try to force nothing on me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, some people just be. That's, that's why I believe that Zodiac sign shit. Because we could be sitting here. And I can say, yeah, I'm a Gemini because, oh, yeah, I could, that's why I knew I like you. And, you know, I agree with everything. I See, I can't do no, nobody else. I can't do Libras. Yes. I'm like, well, baby girl, I'm a Libra, actually. My <laughs> birthday is October the
2: 7th. Like, well, I knew it because you said this one thing. That's yeah, the only that's, Libra that's say. Why
1: I, that's why I connect with you so much. Yes. I'm like, man,
2: bitch, I could be lying. Yes. Or you see the memes on Twitter that say, Libras be like and it's some meme of somebody doing some shit and people are like oh that's Libras that's me all right." like get the fuck out of here man Libras don't tolerate bullshit (laughs) like everybody else does right they're
1: very quiet and low key oh man and they 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 peep everything and don't say anything (laughs) they move in silence but they talk a lot when they need to (laughs) (laughs) like I know some asshole Libras
2: yes or Geminis or whatever you want to call it Geminis have two Two personalities and they can act nice one minute and mean the other. Oh, yeah. like every other human on earth, period. <laughs> <laughs> like we all don't have different moods we're in. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, um, very interesting. Uh Summer Walker keeps spurring some debates on social media for no reason. I don't know yeah. why. I'm not a big fan, but you know, she's got the timeline now, and
1: now I would say this. If she do has some type of anxiety, like, you know, I'm sorry. But um, it's ways you can be an artist and um, and let people know what you got and yeah. move in, in a certain way, because I feel like Frank Ocean. he I think that's a perfect example because he don't he don't have a bit time tour where he's meeting people and all. We never even see him. Yes. And he still have a great fan base where he respect his fans and he, you know, do whatever to keep them happy. But. To all the people that bought them tickets and the meet and greets and stuff, mm-hmm. you can't really treat the people that's you know giving you money like that. It, it's it's hard. Like I understand, it's a hard job, but when you get in that business, you know what you sign up for. Yeah. So it's just you know I think I think she should have did a better job in addressing her fans like that instead of waiting to the last minute where she getting roasted. You say, I appreciate my fans and stuff.
2: But honestly, man, I believe that the problem with this is the stand culture we're in right now. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that artists, no matter what they do, if you're a fan, you're going to support them no matter what. Now, it seems like the artists think that they're the most important ones and not their fans. Because let's say Ariana Grande, you know, had a shitty meet and greet. You think they're really going to side against Ariana Grande (laughs) for this random bitch who had a bad time? Yeah. You know, hell no. Nah. Her hide is too deep. Yeah. No matter what she does. She can say, I'm canceling my tour because I'm not feeling I just don't feel like singing right now. Mm-hmm. There was even if they spent two hundred dollars on a ticket or five hundred yeah. or how much they would forgive her. Yeah. You know, and that's our fault. You know, the fact that we obsess over these celebrities we so make much them like god. Exactly. Yeah. We idolize them and then they get high off of that. And now they're like, OK, I'm gonna do what I want to do.
3: Mm-hmm. you know i don't
2: really care if you pay for this ticket because i don't feel like it because i have social anxiety okay whatever yeah you know it's good for you you can just take off your job and just relax yeah. while niggas who worked and actually paid hard-earned money for your ticket got just wasted that because we're yeah, probably not gonna get refunds you nobody exactly
1: and see it's i mean like i said it's a, she she's not the only person that went through this yeah so people are like oh yeah you know yeah, she admitted it. So, like, no, other people went through this, but they did it the right way. Yes. They came out and said, I'm so sorry. I wish I could do this. And and to those people, they would, you know, do whatever for their fans. They will, you know, shake their hand or give them a hug or something like that. They they would do stuff like that for their fans. Yes. But if they really can't do it, man, they they will show how much they appreciate their fans.
2: I agree, man.
1: And if she don't wanna uh if she don't want this type of lifestyle, man, just pull a Frank Ocean. Just release some stuff and, you know, keep doing like that. Don't do no tour at all. If, yeah. If it's really that bad.
2: I kind of feel like she's too narcissistic to just fade out for a while. It seems yeah. like when what I've seen her, like she wants to be in the mix and have her face out there and make these statements and be, you know. In the news, so the other, I don't know. The man. other
1: thing too, man. She, I think she like twenty three years old. Yeah, I know there's A lot of people that was born after ninety five, at the same way as her. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people during, around that time. Um, they they talk a lot on social media. They're super active. They mm-hmm. text and all this stuff. But when they get around somebody, yeah, they don't know how to have a conversation. Or they're real awkward mm-hmm. because they're not used to actually talking to people. Yeah, people our age, you know, we we good. We can have a conversation. We can pick up the phone and actually call somebody and yeah. talk to them. But if you look at somebody like a Jasmine, she she mentioned it on the show. She felt like it's weird, you know, For somebody to call her. Yeah, <laughs> she said or FaceTime her. Yeah, she rather she rather text or. Yeah rather you know dm in the um in their inbox mm-hmm. so i think that's a i think that's the thing with people born after like 95 or something more i agree around that around that social media age
2: yeah and i think that's only going to get worse as technology gonna gets be, bigger it's going
1: it's going to get super worse yeah, yeah. Have- i wonder how people have interviews man
2: I don't know how you do anything <laughs> because, man. I,
1: because I get nervous during interviews. People are
2: complaining about stuff like ma- being made to speak in front of the class. They're yeah. saying that's bullying and that's not, you know, receptive for people who have social anxiety, but like that's it, how you get over that shit. It,
1: it was like that when um, I was actually working at the school, I had a student yeah. there. Um This was a, um, this was a, a school in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. So they had all types of accommodations for other people. And um, they wouldn't let people do stuff like that. They would always ask, hey, uh, who would like to read? Mm -hmm. When I was in school, I was picking somebody to read. So we would sit there, act like we, you know, paying attention and all this other stuff.
2: Hope you wouldn't get called on.
1: Yeah. And you had to read Mm -hmm. in front of everybody. So um, to to me, it was kind of bad because I wasn't that type of person. I was I was very shy. Mm -hmm. I probably had anxiety, but didn't consider it anxiety but um yeah man i just i don't know it's it's getting worse and worse because, it really is yeah because now you know if you talk to a 23 year old they're gonna be like why the fuck is he calling me yeah. they're gonna ignore you and text you right off yes. like what's up
2: <laughs> very 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 socially awkward generation coming up so yeah, yeah you trying to date, do not date below <laughs> 25 or so. And even yeah. then <laughs>
1: 88 80, 80, and, yes, <laughs> and yes. later
2: or earlier <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Probably if you want to actually talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, other stuff that happened, we can touch on real quick. Uh, Lizzo is suing the uh, Postmates driver that uh, she alleged is stole she, her food. She's suing them. No, uh, li- su- no the, the Postmate, my bad, i mixed okay. that up. The Postmate driver is suing Lizzo. Um, <laughs> if people remember, a few months ago, Lizzo put out a tweet saying that this Postmate driver stole her food and she's lucky she don't fight no more. She took a <laughs> screenshot of the driver herself. She mm-hmm. didn't put her name out there technically, but she put a picture of her and she put some information out about her basically like sicking her hive on this poor lady. And uh, apparently this lady actually did follow the protocol. She did come to the address. Um, she didn't know it was Lizzo. She used some kind of fake ass alias or something. But she called Lizzo. Lizzo didn't answer her phone. So, you know, Postmates sided with the driver and said she did what the what the protocol was. And Lizzo Lizzo eventually took it back and apologized and said that this driver didn't do anything wrong. Mm. But um, she's still following a lawsuit. She's saying she's received threats and is concerned for her safety. She no longer works for Postmates because of the Lizzo incident and she lives in fear and is subject to ridicule and humiliation along along with stress and anxiety. <laughs> now I I'm not against getting the bag when you can. Yeah. I guess especially since Lizzo ain't going to be the one making the settlement. It's going to be her label. Yeah. But at the same time Lizzo was wrong for what she did, but there's no way you getting nobody even there's remembers no Lizzo hive. Yeah. Is it? I think she has a fan base, but they're like, I don't think they're a hive like the Beehive or yeah, the Ariana not Grande the barbs. Hive. Yeah, yeah, or the Barb's or the Taylor Swift fans. Yeah, I don't. She's too new to have a hive that's gonna you know attack somebody for you know because Lizzo be getting into a whole lot of shit.
1: Yeah, she got a hit song. She yes. got a uh, uh, smash hit. Ain't no telling She might not Never get a hit song again Yeah And that can You know Go down
2: And I guarantee you Nobody is looking at This lady on the street Saying hey You were the driver (laughs) Who stole Lizzo's food You bitch (laughs) I guarantee you Nobody is saying that To this lady so she yeah. is
1: very much she getting the back, trying yeah. to get, a, get the law,
2: something. The lawyer. She talked to a lawyer and the lawyer is looking his chops and saying, let's get this bitch. But, um, I
1: kind of feel bad for Lizzo, man, because I feel like every, she looked left and right. Guess who
2: she brings it on herself, man. Honestly,
1: the problem is
2: she's acting like she did when she, and it's kind of like she's doing the Cardi B thing, I guess a little bit where Cardi B, acts like she acted before she was famous Mm. or at least seems to act like that, you know, ratchet and real and says what the fuck she wants to and pulls up on fans and all this shit. Mm. But with Lizzo, she just does it wrong. Mm. You know, you could have said this bitch stole my food at Postmates, but you didn't have to post her picture. Yeah. That took her to bridge too far. Some of the things she says, she kind of digs her own grave, honestly. And like we said, she's too new to have a defense force of the level of a Beyonce or Rihanna or anybody like them. They've been in the game for a while and their fan base is deep. She had one album that's hot, a couple songs that are hot, but she ain't there yet. And she, she's biting off a little bit more. She could chew in a lot of ways.
1: (laughs) You think that's a prime example of her blowing up too fast? Where she, you know, she still thinks she a normal person. Where she could do stuff like that.
2: Basically, yeah.
1: Because like right now, we could pro- we could do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if this podcast just blow up the next day, I'm
2: deleting my Twitter.
1: <laughs> Everything I, is I gone. Think, yeah, start fresh. Would you start fresh? <laughs> yes. Oh, definitely. Me too,
2: yeah. Definitely. I'm starting I am starting. ain't
1: got time look. to de- uh, delete all the bullshit I was talking about. Yeah. We might have to delete the rest of these episodes. Oh, too. shoot. It's
2: gone. If we all get a bag, the podcast is over, man. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we going to have to reinvent this shit to be very, very positive towards everybody. Because yes. I done said some shit. Yeah. Nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, like right now, we can you know, air somebody out, like, man, yeah. this look at this bullshit. Look at this what this dude got on mm-hmm. or this girl. But when you blow up that quick, man, everybody trying to sue you. Yes. Yeah. So this is like the third what, the third time somebody well, trying to sue her? For I, don't, something? I
2: don't well, she's gotten copyright or plagiarism accusations, but that's not really the same as this, I guess. And I also yeah. think that every I artist thought, gets
1: No, I thought somebody tried to uh, sue her for, I guess taking
2: a line in the song or something yeah plagiarism okay yeah so basically like saying the copyright it was from stuff a meme.
1: yeah somebody made a meme and she used it or something in the song like a quote she from actu- a meme.
2: she actually paid that lady she mm. didn't sue the okay. lady who came up with that 100 that bitch yeah. thing she actually i gave i think gave her some kind of credit mm. and gave her money for the song like or, or some kind of uh, residual um, it was mm-hmm. another uh, another group of people who were saying they made that line, and mm-hmm. she's saying they're lying. Oh, okay, I think they're selling, but I'm not 100% sure. But she yeah. also had CeCe Peniston uh, uh, accuse her of stealing an ad-lib for the song, too. So, yeah, oh, she's yeah. kind of getting accused of a lot of
1: things. But That's another reason why I don't want to rap, man. Yeah. like We're in a point where you could do something, and somebody probably already did it. I could I could um make a rap line or a, spit a bar and somebody made a bar similar to that yeah. and think I bit it. Mhm. That's one of the other reasons like I ain't got time to be making a song and, and make some type of smash hit and everybody want a piece of it, man. Yeah. Like I rather just <laughs> I rather just do what I do now, stay in my corner and live a happy life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um and it's kind of weird because I think she did want this level of success, you know? Yeah. She worked hard for it. Yeah. And ultimately, I think this is a small price to pay. She'll be fine.
1: Yeah, every, you know? everybody want that success, man. Every, yeah. every I don't care who you are. Everybody want their song on the radio at some point and have the best song in the country.
2: I think uh, Lizzo will be fine. She just got to get some social media training. Yeah. She got to learn what she can and can't say as a just, black woman you know, she she can get away with a whole lot in this industry right now, speaking her mind. But she can't put specific people, regular ass civilians, on blast like that. Yeah. And so I think she'll be fine. She just got to learn how to maneuver. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, Lizzo getting sued. Also, <laughs> another big black lady is suing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon. She used this to be big. Oh, she did lose some weight. She did lose some weight. Monique is suing Netflix for race and gender discrimination.
1: It's official now.
2: Yes. So if y'all remember, um, apparently Netflix, she approached Netflix for a uh, comedy special offer. She wanted to record a special and sell to Netflix. And she said Netflix lowballed her based on a biased and discriminatory offer. Um, she said she was offered $500,000 as a talent fee for a special. And she says that it was way less than other men and white women get for their specials on Netflix. So I don't know if she has a legal leg to stand on here because I don't think there's any law that says you have to pay every, especially on this kind of, it's not like, somebody applying to be a yeah. bank teller and yeah. you pay them way less than the male bank tellers here. Yeah. It's something where you are coming in and trying to sell they, something.
1: Yeah. and Netflix, the way they work, they um they give the most money to the person who will bring the most in. Yes. I guess. So of course the Dave Chappelle will get fifty million. Yes. But um two stand ups or something like that. Or Eddie Murphy. It's, to me, them offering her $500,000, 1st of all, I think that's more the negotiation. Mm-hmm. So if she had a good negotiator, she probably could have got more than that.
2: Yeah, probably.
1: But the other thing is, you know, it's kind of like, what have you done? Like, what have you, or not what have you done, but what have you done lately? And they looking at. You know, are people you know eager to see a Monique special? Mm -hmm. Because I haven't seen a Monique special in years, and honestly, I never really cared for Monique on the on the stand-up special type of type of deal. I never cared. That's just me. I ain't think she was that funny. But um, they they looking at it from a business point because if you was a if you was running Netflix and your responsibility is to get clicks or you know get streams. Like, would you pay Monique tw- uh, $20 million? And and then for it to, you know, it might backfire. People might not like it or not even look at it. Mm-hmm. Or would you rather try to, you know, you know get somebody else for that point, get an Amy Schumer for that much? Because you know she's one of the hottest out at that moment.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel a certain I, – I, I, I kind of – I am tempted to side with Netflix in this case, just because, like you said, you know how many people are actually going to watch a Monique special? They have to—they're th- a business; they have to make money. And if a whole lot of people are not going to watch something because of who it is, like Cat Williams didn't get Dave Chappelle money either. Yeah, Mike Epps didn't get Dave Chappelle money. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they got more than Monique did. I'm sure they got more than five hundred thousand but it wasn't nearly as much as Dave Chappelle got because of how in demand Dave Chappelle is and how rare he is. Yeah. But I also kind of feel like they were probably pressured. I remember hearing about Amy Schumer complaining about the deals that Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock got. Yeah. And I think they actually went and paid her more money for her Mm -hmm. next special. And that's kind of the same case. Yeah. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock are way bigger than Amy Schumer. Yeah. Who honestly, people like her, but she's not that funny. Her specials aren't really good, especially the more recent ones. And she doesn't deserve Dave Chappelle money. She just yeah. doesn't.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on there. So
2: but- I kind of feel like if you pay Amy Schumer more because of what she said, you got to at least offer Monique a little bit more because what she's saying.
1: But you, um, but see, I mean, I don't know what happened in that negotiation, but I wonder if she actually negotiated because I know her husband was the her manager. Yeah. He probably was like, nah, that's it. And yeah. walked out. Like, if you talk them, like if you talk to them, negotiate a deal, I'm sure she could have got, you know, a couple more million. Yeah. But um, yeah, if that was the first offer, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's probably gonna be shitty. But I'm sure Amy Schumer was like, wait, man, 20 million. Look yes. how much he got. Look how no, I'm not doing this. And with her being kind of hot they couldn't let her walk away to HBO or something like that. So they yeah. probably negotiated and she got a couple more million, uh, 10 more million or something like that.
2: So variety, v- variety, reported, this is what happened with Amy Schumer. Um, they said, Amy Schumer, um, hold on one second. She said when what uh, they said, when Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle made headlines for commanding an eye popping deal for 20 million per special, Schumer's team went back to Netflix and flatly asked for more money. According to a source, Schumer was initially paid about 11 million for her special. She received significantly more compensation after she raised a question of fairness relative to the Rock and Chris, uh, the Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle deals. So all she did was point out, hey, they got that much, and she got more. From what Monique says about what happened there, uh, she approached Netflix, and Netflix said 500000 basically take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of it. Like, there mm-hmm. there was no negotiation to be had. It was like, this is what you're going to get. Take it or don't. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the difference between the negotiations.
1: And th- But, see, if you look at that, too, like I said, I mean, we don't care for Amy Schumer, but – she was she a hot commodity. Yeah. yeah, Monique. I think she was at that level where I think a lot of people were saying this to her too, that you know, take that five hundred and work your way up, mm-hmm. get back on that ground. Because when was the last time she actually had a special that was out? Because I, I know she's been yeah. doing improv and stuff like that a little bit, but like try to you know take that and flip it a little bit. Try to you know get out there and grind because she been doing she been doing movies a lot. She was she was mainly doing movies since that Oscar or yeah the um yeah the Oscar she got so um people don't like a lot of people probably didn't know she was still into you know comedy like mm-hmm. that so you know a lot of people was just saying hey why don't you get out there you know grind and try to get it up but yeah. I think she was standing on that hill of I'm an Oscar winning you know at, actress and I should be getting this. What was the movie
2: she was in? Precious. She got an Oscar for. Yeah, Yeah, that's what
1: she got the Oscar for. I I
2: think she kind of has the, I don't want to say entitled, because she's been in the game for a long time. Yeah, she's a legend. Yeah, she is, but, you know, she didn't promote uh, Precious because she wasn't getting paid for it. Yeah. She couldn't see the big picture of, okay, you do this for free now, and it opens up a bigger film career for you to have in the future. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing with this Netflix special. She didn't see it as, okay, take this money now, have a great performance, do numbers, and then come back and say, okay, you pay me a lot more this time. Yeah. She's thinking, you're paying me a lot now. Yeah, And, you know, Netflix ain't going to budge on yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: was about to say, as a business person, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Because, it, I mean, look at it like, you know, it's kind of like that with in the NFL. Like, they don't want to pay these running backs right off if you ain't really producing but once you start produ- uh, once you come in and you play on that last year deal and you produce then it's like hey you know I'm not playing unless you get me you know 50 million guaranteed yeah then they got to have that talk but if you're not really producing they could, get, they could offer you 10 million take it or leave it mm-hmm. so yeah I, I think it's that's kind of the same thing and like I said as a business person I would be scared to give her twenty million. I don't want to give her twenty million because she had a Grammy ten years ago, 10, 15 years ago. So yeah, I would I, w- I wouldn't give her twenty million either. She a legend, and you know, no disrespect, but my my job is on the line. If I give if I give you twenty million dollars and you don't you know hit them streaming numbers or something like that, mm-hmm. then who getting in trouble? You gonna be you know laughing at money?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean Netflix, like they 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 have money to burn. Like they make a loss every year. I, they haven't yeah. turned a profit in forever, and they don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, so, I'd rather use that money towards something else. Yeah, that's than, true. You know, than a, you know, Monique. And, yeah, and I I do think it's a um, and I don't want to you know overlook that it's a bias mm-hmm. because yeah, she's she's a black woman. I'm sure it's a bias there, but looking at it as a business part it it kind of makes sense because if I I mean like think of think of this podcast if we go this title and say hey we deserve 20 million dollars blah blah mm. blah they're gonna laugh they I don't even think they're gonna send us an email back or yeah. whatever we gotta Kind of put that work in. We got to take whatever they offer. Shit,
2: all the marching we've done for Jay on this podcast. We better get a bag. I know. <laughs> I, I know what I'm saying. Yeah. We shit on him in this episode, though, so I don't know. <laughs> I have to delete this one.
1: Yeah, or yeah, or even if you look at, some say, some, uh, another rapper mm-hmm. decides to uh, do a podcast. They can't go in there and be like, hey, look, I done sold this many records, blah, blah, blah. I deserve this. Well,
2: some they, probably can. T.I. probably did.
1: Yeah, that, but that's T.I. He kind of, you know, I don't want to say he hot, but he kind of got that platform where yeah. he can he can kind of do what he want. But um, somebody that's not that hot, say say for somebody like a Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Say, for instance, a Cassidy want a podcast, and he go to Spotify. Yeah, he
2: couldn't go to Apple Music and get yeah, the Queen he, Radio he deal. Yeah, he can't
1: mm-hmm. demand, you know, podcasts. Uh, hit his fist on the table yeah know what I mean so he he kind like he got to take what he want he can't say oh yeah I had a number one record back in 2006
2: yeah yeah I don't know I, I kind of wish she would do it more independently like Louis CK did that a few other comics have it well the problem with Monique now is I think she she hasn't really done anything funny like if you think of Monique now you think of somebody who's constantly complaining about something yeah, more so than a funny comedian. Yeah. You know, and I, I understand fighting for what's yours, but you also, you're a comedian. You got to have people think about you as a funny person, somebody who's good at what they do. I think she is funny. But she hasn't done anything funny-wise in a while, so yeah. I, think I don't she, know.
1: I think she tried to do the whole, um, hey, let's stand up. Hey. She's
2: riding the woke train right now, honestly. Yeah. And I don't blame her. Everybody is, so.
1: Yeah, but telling people that, hey, we need to boycott Netflix. Because I, I got a lot of heat from people, too. We I was arguing with a lot of people about that. Oh, when wow. When she was telling people uh, telling people to boycott Netflix and all this other stuff. And people were like, oh, she a legend, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are y'all boy? Are y'all going to boycott Netflix? Are y'all going to stand with her and boycott Netflix?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, ain't nobody boycott Netflix. They right
2: stealing now. it anyway. They are using somebody else's account. So yeah, that's they don't what I'm
1: that, that go back to that whole boycott yeah. conversation. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, we you know we side with you, but you know you telling us to stop paying for something so you could get you know twenty million dollars.
2: Yeah. That does nothing for us as black people if Monique gets money for this Netflix if, deal. Honestly, if
1: anything, I think more comedians, if they were sat and by her, they would probably, yeah. at least acknowledge it or something like that. But telling people to, you know, boycott Netflix yeah, because they this, offer me five hundred thousand and I, I should be getting thirty million.
2: I'd rather Monique sue them than us yeah. to trying to get us to boycott them. Yeah. So at least this is a better avenue for yeah, that's her.
1: What I hope she win. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Man? But yeah, it was. Uh, that's the part I was arguing with people about, you know, trying to get us to boycott Netflix. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that ain't happening. Niggas <laughs> just signed up for Disney Plus instead and leaving. So whatever. <laughs> did you sign up? I did, but I canceled it. You did the free yeah. the seven-day trial? Yeah, I canceled it, though. You ain't like it. Like, it's cool, but. Like, uh, I'm not a
1: Disney person. I mean, I, 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 I like Disney, but not that hard Disney person to, mm-hmm. you know, watch every Disney movie ever. It's
2: I mean, it's cool for a couple like a weekend just to binge watch a bunch of like some old like I was watching the X-Men cartoon. I used to love that growing up. I was watching that shit. But I'm like, OK, am I going to use this nearly as much as Netflix or even Hulu? yeah like it's a bunch of kids movies and shit on Everything there clean yeah <laughs> and it's like okay it's cool they have a lady and a tramp or whatever but it's nothing <laughs> i really want to go back and watch a whole bunch of times they don't have enough new content yet it'll get better oh yeah but right now they don't have enough to to justify and it's not it's not expensive it's only like seven dollars yeah but it's not good enough for me to Subscribe monthly and have that taken out. I'd rather spend that on a fucking uh, sandwich or something. No. <laughs> Man. But yeah, I canceled it just because I don't, I don't need it. But yeah. <laughs> you have it though, right?
1: Uh, I did the seven day trial. Oh, okay, I think the seven day trial is still going on. They got you watching
2: but, Star Wars too. I saw you on Twitter talking about I it. Couldn't
1: get into it, man. Of course, i know not. You a Star? You, you are you a Star Wars person?
2: I I used to like it. I don't like the new shit anymore, but I like the old shit.
1: I tried to. Somebody told me to uh, start with Episode One. Something. No,
2: you shouldn't start with Episode Four.
1: Start with Episode the Four. The movie
2: called Star Wars. Start with that one first. Okay. The old school one with Luke and Leia and all them. You know which one that is? No.
1: I don't, man. I ain't, man. I used to get, bruh, I used to get Star Wars and Star Trek mixed up.
2: Oh, yeah. If you don't know, you probably
1: would. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, episode four? Yes. OK,
2: now these the ones that OK, it's weird because the episode one, two and three, it came out after episode four five and six.
1: No, I I get that because it's yeah. kind of like that with the Marvel. Yeah. With the Captain America and all that stuff.
2: Yeah. With the prequels and stuff. Yeah. But episode four was the first Star Wars movie. You'll just call it Star Wars. OK, but now it's called like Star Wars A New Hope. But Star Wars, watch that one first. Then watch Empire Strikes Back. Then watch, if you still like it at that point, <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Okay. And then if you still like it, you could go back and watch 1, 2, and 3.
1: Okay. Yeah, I tried to watch the first, uh, uh, I guess, Episode 1. Yeah. It go, Episode 1. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, man.
2: <laughs> so you watched the one with uh fucking Natalie Portman, huh?
1: I guess so. I didn't I <laughs> even finish it, man. You, who was my, in the movie, man? I don't know, <laughs> man. Like I was, I, like I wasn't even focused, man. I was trying to watch it. Yeah, I ain't understand what was going on. I ain't know where it was at. They pulled out a little stick and sh- 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 just a little orange light just came. So I, I ain't really get it. And then my wife walked in. She like, you watching Star Wars? And I'm like, I'm trying to get into it. She was just like clowning me a little bit. Oh, uh, she don't like Star Wars. Nah, but she likes Marvel movies. She like Marvel movies. Oh wow. But um, yeah, she never got into Star Wars. I I, I think, yeah. But she, she know I don't like it, so yeah. she was clowning me on it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I ain't, I don't know, man. Honestly, man, as a grown
2: man, you probably ain't going to feel it. Yeah, it's probably you, too late. You got to grow up with it. Yeah. You got to grow up with it. If you're watching it now, you probably... Like, I'm not going to say they're not good movies, but... You're not, it's not gonna hit the same as when you a little kid watching Star Wars and watching all this badass shit happen,
1: yeah. Because I, I feel like because I got into Marvel recently, mm-hmm. probably like a couple years ago, so um, you know, but that's a little more easier to follow, yeah. You know what I mean, because it's somewhat real life, a little bit, yeah, and it's somewhat normal, you can follow it, it's funny, you got mm-hmm. the jokes and stuff like that to me. Star Wars is too superheroish. Yeah, Yeah, where I'm just like, it's just I don't know. I just really wasn't understanding it. Yeah, if you ain't
2: if you ain't into sci-fi, and it's not even like Star Trek is hard hardcore sci-fi. Yeah. like you you probably not gonna like star trek at all because that's like super <laughs> i just remember star, talk based. i remember
1: star trek coming on as yeah. a kid where i'm like man what the hell is this
2: i used to not like star trek i got into it as i got older uh, my dad was super into a star trek like the original ones too but i, I didn't like it <laughs> but uh star wars it, it's more it's more comic booky mm. so i mean it's easier to get into than star trek but, yeah, you gotta watch the original ones first, man. If you don't like <laughs> the first couple, then you ain't gonna like the whole thing, so you might as well just drop out nah, now, man <laughs> <laughs> At but, least I uh, tried. yeah, it's all good. um, anything else happened this week, man? I think that's really about it.
1: Nah. did you uh oh, you ain't I know you ain't watched uh Godfather of Harlem. Not yet, man. Wait till it I'm going to wait done.
2: wait till it hits Netflix or something. I okay. could download it, but I don't know. I'll watch it
1: soon. I think it's worth it, man. I'm going
2: to check it out for sure, man. I'm a big Forrest Whitaker fan. so
1: Yeah, he, man. I don't know if it's because I'm so used to power and the bad acting and then <laughs> see something with good acting. You're like, wow. But, man, Forrest Whitaker, make you want to cry, man. <laughs> it was the scene where he had to kill his man. Mm. He was just like, man, it, like, yeah, that's Did how he he you set us up. Yeah, Wesley
2: he, snipes one tear down the cheek yep. while he had the gun. His eyes was
1: watering. <laughs> he was just like, man. Well, y'all, we got. <laughs> like, man, I, you know, I tried to take over Harlem. He was just <laughs> like, like I felt him. I'm like, yeah. damn, man. Like, he played that part good, man. You ever
2: see the movie Ghost Dog?
1: See the movie Ghost? Yeah,
2: Ghost Dog. Ghost Dog, no. It RZA was in it.
1: Oh, no, I ain't uh-uh. Yeah,
2: you got to see that, too. Forrest Whitaker plays like this assassin Mm. And it was like produced, I think Wu-Tang, not uh, RZA helped produce it. He did the soundtrack too. So I think you would like it. It's kind of like a hip hop-ish
1: type of They do a good job in it.
2: Yeah, of course, man. Forrest (laughs) Whitaker is one of the best actors ever, man. So anything he's in, even though the plot wasn't great, it was still good to watch. It's kind of hip hop flavor to it. So yeah, check out Ghost Dog.
1: Okay. But yeah, Forrest, man, he dope man yeah he played the part and then the other thing I'll be like when you think about those type of shows they um they often try to play too hard yeah so look at something like a power everybody a badass mm-hmm. like he didn't he like Bumpy Job. he ain't really come off as like this badass he was kinda cool he was in a lot of bullshit that he was trying to get out of he played it cool but when it was time he became a badass yeah so I I kind of like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it, it's if you watch Power and go back to that, I'm sure it's like night and day fu- with it. it. Man,
1: Power look like State Property, man. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't want it to look like State Property yeah. where all the bad guys is, you know, killing shit.
2: How do you feel about um uh 50 cent making that post about What's her name? Tasha, the girl who plays Victoria oh, yeah. Naughton. Yeah. About her lack of hair in that one <laughs> picture and comparing her to that thing from Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. I think he got banned from Instagram for that.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. I seen somebody say, oh, he deleted his uh, account.
2: No, nah, I think he but, got banned. He got suspended, I think, really? for it or something. Damn. Yeah. So, <laughs> but he put it on Twitter. Yeah.
1: I wonder, do they really like each other?
2: I I, I would assume not because I heard she really didn't like that picture. Mm. But he put it out again on Twitter and it's still up. Yeah. So I don't know if this is something having to do with because you remember, even at their height, 50 would always shit on G Unit. Like yeah. even when they were big. Like he would yeah. shit on Tony Yeo and Young Buck if they weren't selling well or doing something right. Yeah. So he has no problem with shitting on his own employees. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just thought it was funny.
1: Yeah, he won and plus he a New Yorker too. Yeah. New Yorkers are good for clowning each other. And even though they cool, like, yeah, it's like cam and mace. Yeah. Like that's a weird relationship, man. Yeah. Because, um, for a minute you think they don't like each other. They don't fuck with each other. And then at the end of it all, yeah, you, you know, you still my brother, <laughs> love, but you know, I just don't <laughs> fuck with you like that. <laughs> like, huh? Oh man. <laughs> yeah. they New Yorkers are so fucking weird, man. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But I, I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe she there's some problems behind the scenes with her and 50, and she he thought that was funny to put in the public light. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know, some man. Pe-
1: and, too, some people can't take jokes like that. Some people yeah. don't joke around like that.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised he ain't get canceled. <laughs> but I guess he, I don't know. Because I was about to people say. People still love power.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, I hope she's not sick or nothing. Because remember, somebody tried to do that. I think. Who tried to do, I think it was um, French Montana tried to do that with Pam from Martin. Mm -hmm. And um, come to find out, I think uh, she had what, uh, lupus or something? Yeah. Because uh, I think French Montana was like, damn, Pam that fell off and blah, blah,
2: blah. Yeah, and she had some kind of medical. I think uh, what Notori Nod might have is a medical condition. I don't think it's like uh, lupus or anything, but I think it's some kind of condition that makes you lose your hair early. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that ain't is funny, fucked man. up. Yeah. As a bald brother who went bald early, I don't think that's funny. Yeah, you know, we we deserve our respect too. Yeah. So yeah, good good for, good for um, Jasmine to join us. We're glad to have her. Um, she she came in. She did a Michael Jordan flu game right there. Yeah. You know, she sounded like she was about to pass out when we first yeah. called her. Yeah. But uh, we appreciate her. Thank you, Jasmine, for calling. Sorry, we woke you up, but. Yeah, we appreciate you having you on the show. So, anything else, Figgy? Nah, that's about it, man. Yeah, we can go ahead and wrap this one up. So, uh, for my girl Jasmine, feel better. And for the hardest working man in radio himself, Figgy Fig, you can find him at the Figgy Fig on all social media platforms. Also on In the Loop, Sports Radio 610, or 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Also at the Texans home game, you'll be there next Thursday for the Colts game, correct? I might. Uh-oh. I,
1: um that's usually the day I work at Starbucks. Mm, and it's then impossible to uh get off.
2: Oh damn, it's like that now. I
1: kind of got screwed up a little bit because uh, I requested this day off originally because I I was supposed to go out of town. Mm-hmm. But I changed it, but um I guess it didn't go through on this app or somebody didn't see it. So, um yeah, so he kind of said, hey, you know, I already made the schedule. So if you could find somebody to fill in for you. So and that's damn near impossible. Okay. Don't nobody want to come in and make no extra money. Yeah, of course not. So um, It's
2: funny because people always be complaining when I used to work like part time at different jobs. People would always complain about not having enough hours, but they never want to cover. Shit, nobody. They do it here. <laughs> that's true. That's they do true. It here, but then <laughs> when
1: you say, hey, "Can you work my Saturday?" Yeah. Oh, I got a birthday party mm-hmm. to go to. Oh, my nephews mm-hmm. um, getting baptized, and
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, man. Yeah. So, Bozy, um, <laughs> so you might be yeah, there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If any, I, I probably will.
2: Okay. Yeah. So maybe if, look if out for things. Yeah.
1: If anything, I just, um, I probably be there just for the tailgate. Yeah. And then leave.
2: Yeah. All right. We'll keep the people updated, man. And yes. you can also find me at the Ryan Rocket on Twitter, Ryan.rocket Instagram. Check out the Swang and Bang podcast. It was a good episode this past uh week. We had Isaiah Carey on, and we had Kay Reno on and a few other guests as well. I'm um, hoping to get Kay Reno on another Jim Ju- on a Jims and Juice podcast in the future. Um have another good little uh a Houston, you know, rap history lesson for that and we might get another rapper another age town legend as well we'll keep y'all updated on that but we'll we'll see how things go so check out swing and bang podcast me figgy esg holding it down on that one it's up on spotify check it out swing and bang podcast
1: real quick i want to give a shout out to uh running gang clothing okay they um they always hook me up with shirts they hook me up with this shirt it's a it's a uh it's a springer dinger with In stranger
2: the stranger things font
1: yeah yeah so um they always look out for me so shout out to um the uh running cl- running game close okay shout out to them if you
2: want to sponsor the podcast let us know we need some shirts i'm pretty so. cool
1: I'm pretty cool with one of the dudes oh, okay and um um i told them i told him um he got to come through one day okay yeah he came up here for a couple events before. So um, one day I have him come through just to say what's up. we see okay. how we get down. For sure, for sure.
2: Get our yep. our, our, our sponsor, get our Jigga on, man. Make, <laughs> making business moves with our podcast. <laughs> Need the NFL next. Yeah. Um. So for my boy Figgy, for the lovely
3: Jasmine, I am Ryan Rocket, and this is the Jims and Jukes podcast, y'all. Peace. We out.